Support for Laser Time is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code LASERTIME. One word, LASERTIME, at manscaped.com. Once again, that promo code is LASERTIME for 20% off and free worldwide shipping at manscaped.com. And welcome to episode 420 of Edge Game Apocalypse. <laughs> I'm your host, the ever hazy Michael Raparis, coming to you from the Craig Smith Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want to get in on the studio naming, go to patreon.com slash laser time at the $20 level. Anyway, who is joining me? R.I.P. What was this? Groden and uh, Mooney this week? Jesus. Uh, yeah. Mooney too? Yeah. Shit, I had Mooney heard too. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mooney, the Ferris Bueller's principal. No, Paul Mooney. <laughs> uh, yeah, been a bad week once again. But hi, I'm Chris Antista. And Hello. Uh, bear with me on the timing for this one. Ready, guys? Uh, I am Matthew. Smoke weed every day, Alan. <laughs> and special guest. I have most of my teeth. And I'm from Duval <laughs> County, uh, T.L. Foster. I felt that it was a it was a direct shot at me, Sarah, who I love, one of my best, one of my favorite people, and took a shot at Duval County oh. on 302010 last week, and I okay. I, I did <laughs> not care for that. Now Duval I County understand the so reference. Great. That's okay. Her I, didn't her hometown elect Matt Gates? What is she? Ever in the talk? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, it is our 420th episode, and we cannot let the number 420 go by without basing a show around its symbolism, because we're yeah. big on that numerical shit around here. The sex number! Yeah, it's yeah, sex all number. about yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah it's yes. all about sex. Now, so it gra- is... grab, grab yourself three people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is it is the the wee number of course uh, and it is apparently the legend goes that uh, students at I think San Rafael High in California yep. would gather on a, a hill around 420 every day to smoke out and that just like became a thing that spread exponentially from there and now for what it, it's not police code for for weed no it's no it's, it's, just, it's not the number of compounds inside weed as people say like the number man. of chemical compounds <laughs> yeah it's not just because it's hitler's birthday I'm about to say, it's <laughs> just it's the weed holiday yeah everybody gets there to go, go. And, and, and do their weeds and we get to celebrate it's like almost a month to the day after the weed holiday but that's what's weird is <laughs> as we're prepping for the show i i kept thinking to myself like oh yeah 420 i'm like no no real life that's already passed this is just for yeah. our show. I'm the yes. only one who knows about this. Yeah, back in April, no one was ready to pass around any fucking joints or pipes uh, with one another. So no. I, I will never be ready now? the rest of my life. Like, if the yeah. pandemic taught me anything, it's <laughs> like, yeah, masks and staying away it's, from people is a good idea. Take germs seriously. It's like you're in first yeah. grade again. Ew, no, germs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yes, wash your hands every day, Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wash hands. Every day. I now just want like like oh Pee Wee, smoke this joint, Pee Wee. Just take a hit from this bog. Is that Terry? Would Terry have the slightly Terry. French accent? Yes, it's Terry. He was called that because uh, he was a tear, I think, because that's how everybody was named. Chair was Cherry. Globe was Globy. Terry um, the pterodactyl. Terry the pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Terry the pterodactyl. Makes sense, yeah. Short. What about Jombie, though? Jombie the Jombie. genie. Oh, Jombie's the best. Mm-hmm. Mecca High. Mecca Heine Ho. I would bury my face in this Mecca Lecca Heine any day. <laughs> I bet you would. Uh, as long as I can have his Chiney Ho. Uh, so we, we, have, we have a 420-themed top five this week. And unfortunately, Ooh. we already did games where you can smoke pot like 300 episodes ago. Yeah, that's some hack shit. Um, man. That's, that's Michael's policy. We can never readdress anything, no. not even after ten years. <laughs> well, the entries yeah, would all be largely the same. It's not like there's been an explosion of games where you can smoke weed. That is then. that is true. At least not that I've played. Like I, the last thing I, I can remember doing that in is maybe GTA Five. I'm about to say, and that's the game that just constantly keeps coming back keeps out. Coming so. out. <laughs> I think GTA Five was relatively new when we did that original show, which also had Pee Wee music in it. It all comes together. Oh, mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It's the, it's the bad clown dream music that comes in when you're really high as Michael. Not the breakfast machine. The uh, oh, okay. you know, this bike's getting lowered into the Satan's cauldron. Right. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> True. Um, but you came up with an idea, Chris. That uh, I I was like, what? <laughs> That's such a stretch. And and it in the works. Middle of doing my taxes, and then I come back. I'm like, oh my god, they went with the idea. That was like. <laughs> An idea, not a good one. It's perfect, Michael. You're like it's a stretch. I'm like that's a that's a VGA top five yeah. right there, the, baby. The more I research, yeah. it's like this could actually be an interesting conversation. So why not? I, I, I was personally interested in it. I really was. All right, you want to say what it was? What the idea I, is? <laughs> I how many how many cele- was celebrities, but how many celebrities who have starred in games now legally sell weed? Yes, uh, and, or, or or at least have put their name on it, a la. Yeah. Trump branding on stuff, mm-hmm. right? Oh, like man. They, they've I can't licensed wait to their smoke name. Trump brand weed. Yes. It's the best. It it's be the real. best. It's so, so drunk. You'll roll so hard. Mm. Everyone says so. <laughs> it would just be oregano. You know it would be fake. Yeah, yeah. It's Everyone says so. Just be an It's laced with hydrochloroquine. It's, <laughs> I bought a lot of it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's aquarium cleaner to get you really high. Huh. It's good uh-huh. weed. All the best weed. Everyone knows my weed. Best weed ever ever made. Yeah, the tremendous weed. And the, and beautiful weed. And when, the, when no one buys it, the press isn't talking about my weed. Why is nobody talking about my weed? Everybody say, So nobody's saying, but everybody's saying. Thanks, bud. Always. It's too good. The press has body lock from my weed. They can't talk about my weed. You know, they had my weed. It was good weed. Everyone loved my weed. But, it's the best you know, weed. It was, it was just, it wasn't the time for weed. We, we love it, sure don't we, folks? It. The weed. They're in the big, the pocket of Big Urkel weed. And <laughs> someone do like a picture of him hugging instead of the American flag. Just have it be a, a huge weed yeah, so flag, a fucking, like just a massive spliff. Crinkly <laughs> spliff. I'm I'm sad that my my games radar article. What if Hitler smoked pot? No longer exists. <laughs> Can no longer be seen. Wait, staff is not even. That's not even a staff article anymore. No, no. Oh. It's, uh, I have other things that I think are still lurking on that website somewhere. But uh, but yeah, that 
somebody came along and said, like, Hitler and weed? We can't have this tarnishing our image. Yeah, there's, there's, there, there's no way we'll get a Gunner Glasses advertisement with this kind of filth on our website. <laughs> How can we get my pillow to, to go to our site if mm-hmm. this editorial is isn't ball soda material? Yeah, he's speaking honestly about Hitler's rampant drug abuse. We can't. We can't. What about the Nazis? They're not going to shop on our site anymore. I mean, it, what the hell? It takes two seconds. That, like, if weed was legal, there might not have been a Hitler. Holy shit! Mm. If you're mm. giving that to people, but yeah. Well, if, if he'd been the type to smoke it, the true. I, I think it was yeah. legal at the time. But you know, in it was, Germany, it was banned just because of jazz musicians smoking it. Mostly, I mean, yeah, they banned fucking cigarettes over there. So mm. it's. A, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler was an Adderall guy, let's be honest. It wasn't called yeah. that, but he would have loved yeah. it. He was a meth guy, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you do a schnitzel edible? Uh, not, when you, mm. not when you have no appetite. <laughs> Too busy yelling and oh, I didn't. He's not, he's not taking it through his mouth, Chris. Oh, Don't worry about that. <laughs> Thank you, Ava. Hey-o. <laughs> anyway, um, this isn't about Hitler. It's about celebrities who have weed businesses. In a, in a billion years of history, in video games. after a billion years of history, Hitler will be just another celebrity. <laughs> oh, sad, but true. Yes. Uh, yeah, and and uh, have had like one stipulation for this. It's like it can't be like a CBD oil business. You actually have to be selling cannabis. Yeah, yeah we noticed a trend, an alarming trend. It's like the Gwyneth Paltrow's of the world. They all have CBD face facial care products, and it's just mm-hmm. like, nah, man. And it's usually that, it's that like. That drugstore grade CBD, the stuff that's like, oh no, that's just like hemp seeds. No, no, we need the real stuff, dude. The stuff you have to go to a dispensary. I was just in a liquor store and I saw a Snoop advertisement uh, for something called uh, Indogogo. I'm like, in the Indiegogo loco. I'm like, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm pretty sure it's, it's just bad. probably like CBD energy drink or something. Yeah, probably. But Snoop wouldn't put his name That's... on a product that wasn't quality. He loves the general. I know. Snoop would put his name on anything. No. Just... I think, was it, wait, I had a conversation with somebody. Snoop has become the world's biggest mascot out of nowhere. Like, this is the guy everyone's afraid. Like, oh, he wrote a song about killing a cop. Da, da, da. And now he's just like, here's Snoop, our local weed mascot. He, see, he was you... literally on trial for killing a person at one point. No, in no, his no. Life. Murder was the case that the they killing. gave him. He did not ask for that. That was not a, that was not a voluntary true. thing. But, but he also, meanwhile, he's, he's hosting the Puppy Bowl pop. this year during the Super Bowl. Is, I, I just, I just, best yes. I just yes. saw Snoop DJing at the MTV Movie and TV Awards, and I just said to my girlfriend, "You know, Snoop Dogg, the famous DJ." That's <laughs> 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 the first time I've ever heard of this happening. You can't just put any black guy behind a Mac with a cord into a box and expect him to be a DJ. No, I've never heard of this of Snoop before mixing shit. Hmm. A He's point. a lyricist. Yeah, you you, you need to you you need to learn a little bit about your P funks, then, my friend. <laughs> like, no, no, everyone knows that the, the beats were laid down by yes. Dre. The beats were laid down by Dre, but Dre was a legitimate DJ. But I wasn't but talking about him. Now that I can take you back I, to school, I, I mean, can get I, out of town. Can I explain? What I had I'm, that album before you were yeah. born. Suck my dick. No, <laughs> 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 you're I had Doggy Style. I was a child, but I had. I did. I doggy put on. Style. He's not even talking about Doggy Style. He's talking about the Chronic. Yes, 1992. The Chronic. Into the the dog father. I was born in 86! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jamming out as an eight-year-old the gin and juice. By the way, yes! I, just, I just put on the album version of gin and juice, and I do love that Actually, that song opens on the album version just with burping and piss. 
<laughs> I did know eight year olds who loved to, to who loved gin and juice. Right. Yeah. I so I used to when I was a kid, this is again my age, I used to go and do the do the joke like or saying to my little sister, I'd be like, rolling down the street in my stroller, sipping on apple oh. juice, <laughs> laying back with my mind on my mommy and my mommy on my mind. Like I oh, I did oh. that as a kid. Mind on my mom I like it. Yeah. Redeemed. <laughs> TL was literally the kid on that album that's like, I want to be a motherfucking hustler. <laughs> Look, I grew up, my dad, so my stepdad's only 20 years older than I am. So I what grew up I with w- a lot of like hip hop. Like, I listened to Ice Cube albums that I probably should have never listened to as an adult, let alone a seven, eight year old child. What do I want for dinner, mom? I want D's. <laughs> these what dude <laughs> you get it yeah. Yeah. Uh, alright so we will get into these top 5 celebrities who voice uh, <laughs> lend their voices to video games and have also launched cannabis businesses after that great lead in just listen to these fantastic ads Chris Matt come with me mm. on a journey of the mind Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Mm. You, too, could be one of the first people to try the new Lawnmower 4.0 and be blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. We've talked about our trials and travails while trying to tame the hair down there. Let's just say that areas of the body were placed in peril that should never be put in such precarious positions. I've been manscaping for a very long time, oftentimes with painful results. I don't know why those other trimmer guys even call those things guards, because it certainly wasn't doing its job in guarding anything (laughs) the times that it resulted in injury. Take my word for it, manscaping has always been something I've been very much into, and no one made a product specifically for and I didn't think I could be happier with the previous Manscaper, but man, I cannot wait to try out the Lawnmower 4.0. Chris, Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. The fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my beautiful baby boys down under. This upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on and off switch with a travel lock so that you don't run out of battery when you're on the go. It doesn't accidentally turn on there in your bag. Not that you would run out of battery, because get this, the 4.0 features a new wireless charging system that uses electromagnetic induction, which can help your battery last longer. So, longer charge, shorter hairs. Ah. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. It's true. It's true, fellas. you got to figure out which one's right for you because if you're like me and have a hairy tummy or everywhere else, you can't just go shorn. Have it look like a brush fire occurred in the middle of your body. Yeah, this isn't a one-size-fits-all thing. I go a little bit longer in the chest region. Mm-hmm. I go with it's the Magnum, is what I call it, the Magnum PI look. But this also gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on or off when needed for a more precise shave. The other thing, I got to mention it here. Fellas, if you've been using the same trimmer on your face that you do mm-hmm. on your nuts, don't do that. You are doing it all wrong no one wants to end up with pubes in their mouth that's disgusting (laughs) 
It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth baby boys. Mm-hmm. And right now, Chris, our listeners can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LASERTIME at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off, free shipping with the code LASERTIME at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code LASERTIME. One word, baby. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Folks, you know us here at the Laser Time Network. We consume a lot of content for quote-unquote research purposes. <laughs> From games to TV shows to movies, we're always online downloading something, streaming something. But there are times when it's nearly impossible to access a piece of content you want because it isn't available in the U.S. for whatever reason. Oh, those things like annoying licensing deals, geo-restricted servers, or platforms that are just not available in your location make it next to impossible to get your hands on the stuff you want. Hey, that's why we couldn't be happier that NordVPN is our sponsor today, and they provide an easy-to-use workaround for all these problems. With over 5,400 servers in 59 countries, they can always find a server to get us access to the game shows and movies we need to do our job. It could not be any simpler to use either. With their AutoConnect feature, you can instantly access the fastest VPN solutions out there across a variety of devices, including PC, Android, iOS, Mac, and even more. Hey, maybe even Android TV. Just open a map, click on a location, and you'll be connected in seconds. It is that easy. Is there a game or movie or TV show not available in your country? It's not a problem anymore. Just change your virtual location for access to a variety of international storefronts. You can even do this to access different streaming platforms that may not be available in your home country. Talking to you, Canada. You can find discounts on games, lower streaming subscriptions, and even take advantage of international sales and pricing. So how do you get on this? Easy. Go to nordvpn.com slash lasertime or use the coupon code lasertime to get a two-year plan plus one additional month with a huge discount. And hey, they even have a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you've got nothing to lose. Once again, go to nordvpn.com slash lasertime to use the code lasertime, one word, to get a two-year plan plus one additional month at a huge discount. Thank you, NordVPN. And we're back to talk about what? <laughs> weed or weed, weed dealers? Like legal weed dealers. Yeah, legal weed dealers. Legal weed, weed dealers that won't spend a life in jail for having an no. ounce of weed. No, Absolutely because they not. were rich already. Yeah. That, that's how you avoid jail time. You just be rich. That's how this sure. this country works, man. <laughs> yes, I, I just, I'm not joking. I didn't do any research into this, but I, 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 I thought I could branch out into like, there's like no way... Cliff Blazinski doesn't have money in some kind of marijuana company. Shit like that. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I'm sure there's some of these game companies that have a stake in, in legal weed. But again, this is all really bizarre. I just did, was on the Tanglers podcast talking about the 20th anniversary, 30th anniversary of Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue, where Bugs Bunny, the coolest guy in the oh, world, gosh. tells you how bad weed is for you and how you'll all go to jail forever. And Michael masturbate Angelo. with your own poop if you try weed <laughs> once. And now it's just like, yeah, everybody, our friends sell it now. Like the people yeah. on are your Johnny Carson sell it your now. Parents, your yeah. parents, your parents buy weed now. It's legal. My, yeah, my mom has a prescription. If you try legal <laughs> cannabis, you'll go to hell before you die. Hell before you die. Thank you, yeah. Captain oh, Luabano, you. in your thank Mario you, outfit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of cartoon, like cartoon all sorts of rescue, like Michelangelo, the weed turtle. Yeah. Like whose literal thing is, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. high, I'm a high surfer. He's a party dude. Why would you assume I choked up? <laughs> what folly? So it, what it's not math? a problem it's, if I'm in control. Whoa, is Raph the speed turtle at that point or like the coke turtle? No, Raph is like, Raph is like, he's, 
He's like he's, he's like he's like a Vic Mackey. He's like a he's like a just a dirty cop yeah. turle. He's, yeah, he's on roids. Raph is on roids. Uh, Donatello is definitely Adderall mm-hmm. for sure. Leonardo straight edge, right? Like yeah. no, no, Leonardo cocaine, straight up just like goes really? as a Actually, no, cocaine. Leonardo hardcore alcoholic. No, Leonardo Cialis. That's yeah. Okay. Well, I like no, the no, he takes Watch the, the cartoon. He has no idea how to properly use a sword. <laughs> Functional <Twitter>. heroin addict. <laughs> Wait, you're onto something, Chris. He's got it's the blue band, Cialis. blue right. chew, blue there chew, go. blue yeah. band. Blue yeah. All right, let's kick this shit bird off. Number five. Awesome. Never mess with a big plasma loogie. Uh, any ideas whose voice that was? I know who it is. Seth Rogen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Seth Rogen in his one video game role, according to IMDb. Shocking that he only has one. 2009's Monsters vs. Aliens, where he was Bob, a character that I'll let this clip explain. Other unsung heroes of science also paid the price for unchecked innovation. This time in the snacking industry, when a dessert company was crossed with a genetically modified tomato. It resulted in a gelatinous mass that consumed several city blocks before it could be contained. Benzoate Ostalazine bicarbonate. Although, uh, we just call him Bob. Yeah. Bob, the the one-eyed blue goopy thing uh, that was on the cover, like on the poster... Just like all the rest of the monsters. Yeah, I, I I don't know if you'd even... I'm sure you checked, but like he was also... Wasn't he like the Mantis and Kung Fu Panda that came out from the same company that also had games, and he didn't do the voice for that? He didn't do the, the voice. No, the only thing no. in his credits on IMDb was this game as a as video I, game I, voice. I, I bet that's the case. Yeah, like Jack Black clearly didn't well, do Poe in the game it, either. It's the very famous, like, a lot of times you will get, like, stunt casting, right? Like, very famously. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Chet Haynes, but uh, Chet, uh, Chet, Chet uh, Hanks. Chet Hanks, yeah, but that's his really yeah. shitty son. But Tom Hanks' brother plays Tom Hanks all the time. Yeah, right? the, the, the coiner of White Boy Summer is not the voice of Woody <laughs> God, in Disney. And I, I wish. Oh, it's I not wish. surprising. Consider, like, the people who buy these games, they're not buying it because, oh, it's the actual voice of Seth yeah. Rogen. It's like parents buying for their kids. They don't give a fuck and if the real guy or Clearly, not. like, watching the cutscenes, most of the voice budget went to uh, Reese Witherspoon, who has yeah. most of the lines. Awesome. Uh, and, and possibly Will Arnett. Um, Seth Rogen, like, Bob, his his stuff is mostly limited to just sort of mugging as he reacts to things, and then mm. occasionally he will have a, a, a set of, like, short quips. Uh-oh. I waited so long, I forgot where I was going. That was so great, I want to put that into my book of really great things. Just as soon as I learned how to read. That was awesome. Kind of like that time, that thing in the other thing that one time. Yeah, that was awesome too. This plane can walk? That's awesome! No wonder it's so secret. Is it a giant robot too? Yay! More alien plasma turtles! That, I'm just hearing like Alan a, the Alien. That's all. I'm just like, oh, this well, is just Alan the Alien. That was a little like Tobey Maguire effect where it's like, wait, the real actor, because it's VO, doesn't sound like he normally does to mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God, that yeah, was like a little off brand. He's he's like clearly I, I, I listen to these lines and I just imagine him in a recording booth, like trying to enthusiastically emote. But it's not the same right. when you're looking at a microphone instead of like acting with a person in the same room. Right. It's like, it, like I said, that's the reason why I said the Alan Alien thing. It's like, because I've been watching Invincible. If you guys have seen Invincible, it's tremendous. But mm. like, he is the worst part of that show. Like, there's mm. so many great performances, and then he's Alan the Alien. It's just like, 
oh hey, I'm Seth Rogen. I'm just doing. I, this I was. Rogen re- I love that like, comic, and I was really happy to see him as Alan. Ah, damn. No, I, I, I. But it's just like it's so weird. Like when I see all these other voice actors do this tremendous job, like J.K. Simmons should win an, an yeah. Emmy for mm-hmm. his voice acting, and like. Seth Rogen, not bad, He's but it's not just, doing anything it's different. This. It's, right. It's just like, okay. <laughs> I think I have a theory why he's only done one video game. Anyone, I think we all assume he plays a lot of video games because it's like, haha, very know, productive. Late 30s, man. early 40s stoner. He, he did give and, me shit on Twitter. I, I was, that's the joke I was about to make. Anyone who holds a controller that way doesn't actually play video games, so maybe he has zero interest. In but doing. but then I got like a lot of fighting game fans chiming in who were like, yeah, if you're serious, you hold a controller like that, so your fingers are on all the buttons at once. And like, yeah, whatever. No, you don't. If you're serious, were they, you buy were they his not playing? If, you yeah, asked I don't. Yeah. Why are you? Doing, yeah. no, I believe you said I was talking about Paul Rudd, who was holding a. Like, uh, like yeah, has it, has I, I was talking about Paul Rudd, which seems to be like he seems to be holding like the controllers in like a really weird sandwich grip in that. And then I realized like, oh, right, that's the stupid uh, gaming chair with the built in joysticks that he's using. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah. What a movie. What a movie. That is, <laughs> that is definitely a time, st- uh, a time stamp movie. But but Perfect. yeah, like uh, he has his his own cannabis company is Houseplant. It launched in Canada in 2020, and he brought it to California last month in April 2021. Yeah, I think three strains that come in distinctive tins. I think eventually the the guy who wrote and starred in Pineapple Express can actually sell Pineapple Express. Yeah, yeah, just kind of wonderful. (laughs) It (laughs) sounds very Cheech and Chong, except uh, he had a more diverse career. I mean, you know, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's uh, growing his his roles and stuff as, as well. well as his I, I love it. He's been he's been uh, tour he's been touring around in his new book. And if you haven't heard all his really fun Hollywood stories, people typically tend to write when they're completely out of the business and everyone's dead. A lot <laughs> yeah. of throwing Nicolas Cage under the bus and oh. Tom Cruise and George Lucas, especially that was really fucking funny. Holy really? shit! Yeah. yeah, that George Lucas was a end of the world believer in like 2010 and couldn't stop oh. talking about oh, Jesus. the world's going to end. I'm going to sell my company to Disney. And like, this all makes sense now. <laughs> that part I added, but well, probably, jokes on yeah. them. I got $4 billion and I get to live the rest of eight, eight months without working. <laughs> what is, what is the title of this book? Uh, I don't It's just been on like yeah. NPR, every fucking podcast, uh, every stream, every talk show. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, talking to Terry thing- Gross yesterday. Yeah, his whole thing now has just been producing stuff. Like I said, he's, he's done Preacher, which is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Invincible. he's, I believe he's also a producer on Invincible, Invincible yeah. as well. And the yeah. boys, and the boys, yeah, and the boys, yeah. And so, if you didn't see American Pickle, it was one of my favorite movies. Oh, of, fantastic! Uh, actually, twenty twenty, yeah, twenty twenty. I expected it to be as bad as the interview, but no, it's actually quite good. <laughs> I thought it was great, and I've really grown to like the interview a lot. Okay. God, God, James Franco is working really hard in that movie, yeah. and he really never works hard. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I saw Disaster Artist. You're right. He does not work hard in some movies. You're right. And Shut neither up. does Seth Rogen in Monsters vs. Aliens. Wow. Now I really do feel like a big rat. Squeak, Hi there. I'm a big rat. Where's the cheese, please? Bob, stop it. You are not a rat. And don't let the room's complexity throw you. It's a simple maze for someone with your unique abilities. Just be careful. Right, Doc. I'm not a rat. God. Uh, so where did you say the cheese was? Oh, boy. Ha, 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 ha. We've got eight hours of this to do. Get all the <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> Is that movie good? 
I don't know. I've I never don't seen know. It. I've not I, seen I, it. I, it looked terrible. I mean, it's it a, look... it's a neat concept. Like let's make a children's yeah. animated movie about 1950s movie monsters. Right. Uh, yeah, other than Shrek, has anyone seen many of those DreamWorks movies? I, like, I have at least the first one of like almost all of them. I love. Kung Fu Panda and How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is great. You're right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Those are two uh, I've never, I've never seen the How to Train Your Dragon movies. But they're, they're surprisingly good. Although the last movie was just like, what the fuck is that ending? Fuck you. But, yeah, I'd rather watch like the decapitation of my mother than like watch Turbo or Shrek <laughs> Four. Like the. That's, <laughs> wow. All that right. brought us down. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right, yeah, I, don't... I was just trying to remember. Was Turbo the Snail? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turbo's the Snail. snail it's the Snail <laughs> Racing movie. Who, who? One of our later entries is in, but uh, I didn't. I didn't get a clip of that. Um, but we should probably, unless anyone has anything pressing to say about Seth Rogen and or Monsters versus Aliens. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Number four. Wow. <laughs> Every I just day. had a Pavlovian response. I'm we, dodging side yeah, to side right now. That is, of course, Mr. Dream, who exists in real life. No, this is Mike Tyson, uh, who, as found out watching a Jimmy Fallon clip, does not actually know how to play his own game. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out from 1987. You know what would be <laughs> ironic? Would is what, if, what if his weed strain was called Mr. Dream? That's like the perfect <laughs> weed strain. That name. would be amazing. It is, it is Tyson Ranch. Tyson. Just, clever. The, the brand is just Tyson. That sounds Ranch. like a chicken yeah, I feel like farm. I'm getting GMO yeah, <laughs> But but it's it's one of those things where like you go to the website and it looks like it's designed to evoke like a wood paneled room for high class men to smoke cigars and tuxedos. It, it's just kind sounds of got good. that very you know high class. Every all the backgrounds are, are stark black. A uh, lot imagery. of weed brands. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine, it was um, he, he worked for a pretty big uh, weed company and and he was he was pretty high up and. I was talking because, you know, I'm in marketing. I was talking to him. I'm like, so what's the trend right now in weed branding? Is it to go after pot culture or is it to go after more like cigar culture class here? And he's like, it's totally the cigar culture. Like, because then you can charge more for your weed, you know? And he's like, the the markup is similar. You have this plant that's almost unkillable. It's a literal weed. (laughs) And then you can mark it up 100 billion percent if you make the if you make the lobby look nice. So, yeah. (laughs) And yeah. then you introduce a bunch of different strains and you make it intimidating to newcomers or else they want to pretend like they're knowledgeable, like when you're going to shop for wine or whatever. This sounds very yeah, firsthand. I, I will say I will say one of the, the, the wackest things that dispenser the one of the wackest things I ever did was go to like one of those CR bars like mm-hmm. here in in Florida, Island Girl, and just like sitting in a sitting in a room just smoking a cigar for like two hours watching football as someone who loves football worst experience of my life would never do again my buddy got sick because he's like yeah. this is a oh, lot God. of smoke and it's like yes it is this yeah. sucks okay. all this sucks so you know we'd going down that route of course it would just it would just suck and i'm mm-hmm. I can't even stand uh, to smell cigars like walking out on the street like oh yeah. god <laughs> it smells like satan I, shitting I me so you're talking about Michael going to dispensaries. One thing, I, so when I was living in in Washington State, it was like well ahead of even California, where like they have pot shops just on the corner, like a Seven Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, those 
I think they're called like pot, like a barista. It's like an adaptation of the word barista, but it's for pot, right? Potrista. They're supposed to be very helpful, but then when you realize they smoke so much weed that to them, like if you're like, hey, I just don't want to get too high, just like light weed, they will sell you the strongest shit you've ever had because to them it's like total lightweight. And it's like, oh, I need to talk to someone who doesn't smoke weed multiple times every day. Like maybe they should be the ones recommending. Can I talk to the nerd who developed this? Uh, yeah, which one won't make me want make won't make me fantasize about being homeless on accident? Like, give me give me that strain. Give me the one that helps me enjoy. Uh, it, give me the one that helps me yeah. enjoy cartoons. No, I'll I'll take the one that that I'm gonna think cops are literally following me everywhere I go. Yeah. That's that's how yeah. I want to yeah, feel yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah I want to feel like Alex Jones when I relax at night. <laughs> so. <laughs> So Mike Tyson, in, like in addition to being a cannabis entrepreneur, uh, has also been in a lot of video games, more than I realized, because I, I kind of figured that things dried up in that particular market for him after his, his conviction way back in the day. But no, he's... No, we, we've all collectively forgot about that. Yep, exactly. Um, well, he did his time. That sounds so, good enough for everyone. So no, so the uh, so the people who did the Last Dance documentary are literally getting ready. There's two documentaries that are in works. There's the Mike Tyson one that is coming out really soon. Which I'm very excited about because they went and talked to everybody, including Robin Givens, which is going to be wow. a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, and then the Derek Jeter one, which is going to suck because Derek Jeter is boring. Um, but like, so yeah, these conversations are going to come back. But Mike Tyson, like you said, Michael, like there, if there's a boxing game, even though like he lived in like all those troubles, Mike Tyson's there because yo, like, how do you not want to do Mike Tyson? Like, I think like even. I always call it Knockout Kings like three times, but Fight Night Round 3 was literally built on Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali. Like, yep. that was like the the promo that they did for that. And then you oh, realize like, Tyson has no reach. He has no <laughs> reach. Games, because like, oh. Muhammad Ali is 6'5", Mike Tyson is 5'10". Yes. Yes. Like, and then that video killed. game became the uh, premise for the beginning of Rocky Six. Yes. Uh, it really did. <laughs> Where they're just like, What do you well, mean this... this guy could beat me in a video game? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say Tyson's the best boxer ever, but he was certainly the most dominant of my lifetime for that mm. that span where he was winning, right? Yeah. Like, I, well, I think the, Ali's the, probably got best of all time. The thing when it comes to, well, the thing when it comes to, like, Tyson is Tyson was just so, he was so physically dominating. So if he came in yeah. and he hit you, like like he said, you everybody has a plan so somebody gets hit in the mouth. Yep. But the problem was, like, once he actually fought real boxers, that's where he had an issue with. Like, that's the reason why, like, the Evander Holyfield fight was a really big thing, like, even before they fought when he bit his ear, because, like, Evander Holyfield was a trained boxer who, like, was an Olympic boxer who had skills that Mike Tyson did not. Mm. Like, how could he beat him? And that's why Lennox Lewis would always yes, school Mike Tyson. but Mike Tyson, I, I will say... Tyson was very distracted at that time and he was very successful and there was a lot of stuff going on in his life. Probably some weed that he eventually <laughs> made. Like his he, new career. he wasn't necessarily in the right boxing frame I mean, he, of mind. He did say like, I, I think I, I read something when he launched his weed brand, him, him saying that like, yeah, I'd, I'd smoke before fights. I, I couldn't stop smoking. I was always smoking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I can test. for new if Jack, Tyson, another RIP. If Tyson stayed in fighting shape, he... He could have beaten Holyfield, but I he, don't think he, I don't oh, think so. he, I don't oh, easily. Think so. I think so. I think so. I, I, I don't he think had so. another but shot at it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Like I said, I, I don't, like, you know, there's a whole thing about, you know, like, I, I, I also think he was one of the, he was one of the weirdest 
not weird's not even a good word. Like one of the most indelible icons of that era. He not only had a funny voice, but mm-hmm. he had like really weird and semi profound things to say if you like really listen to him. And I, I love watching him in documentaries now because he's surprisingly lucid. Right. And yeah. and, and and he For was clearly who got ang- hit in the head for a living. Yeah, because yeah. if you it, well, Verde well, Holyfield's on a documentary, I'm like, I don't want to say anything evil, but like this really seems like a guy got punched in the head for a living. But Mike yeah. Dyson doesn't sound like that. He's yeah. he's funnier and, and, and I think more introspective than he's ever been. If you want to hear Lucid, you should hear Lennox Lewis is mm-hmm. still super eloquent when he talks, yeah. like he does commentary, like, and that's a guy who was dominant that nobody talks about. And I think. I, I I went to vaca- uh, Jamaica a few years ago on vacation. He owns like this huge property there and just like spends his life in Jamaica now. Like that's his nice little life. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, most, and, and he, had, he had, I think he had interesting things to say, but most people just made fun of his speech impediment or like didn't right. want to listen to him because he's a boxer or because he's black. But like, I love watching old documentaries of him because you can see what he's frustrated by. Yeah. It's, and- it's a guy, it's a guy like, and it's something that, like, it's a whole different thing with sports, but, like, when you have someone that's so young, because yeah. Tyson's fighting professionally, 18, 19 years yeah. old, like, yeah. big fights, and, like, so young, so, like, such so as, like, hot, mainstream person, and, like, in, even in the age before social media, like, everything you do, it's, it's like, it's on, like, it's like literally, like, like a microscope, so you go from this kid who was poor in New York City, like, raising pigeons... And like, it now has like the whole world in his oyster and is basically under a microscope. And like, also as an 18 year old black man being asked borderline incredibly racist questions by like 60 yeah. year old white dudes. Yeah. Uh, it, well, he also, don't forget, he was being taken advantage of by Don King. Yeah. He yeah. had yeah. his mouthpiece. Like when people, yeah. that's what's so funny. Like to get a quote from Tyson, I'm like, Don King didn't let Tyson talk, you know, and there was a reason. It's like that that's Don King's whole thing. And it's. Uh, can you imagine if Tyson's weed train had Don Don King promoting it? That would be the most successful. <laughs> only in, in America world. you could get this weed. <laughs> only in California. Can Since, you get you only in America Since you mentioned Don King, if I can bring it back around to games for a second, I learned some things as I was looking into this. Like he's he's had a succession of Mike Tyson branded boxing games. There were a couple by Codemasters, Mike Tyson Boxing in two thousand, Mike Tyson Heavyweight Boxing in two thousand two. But he had a game that was supposed to be the follow-up to Punch-Out, originally, that was going to be called Mike Tyson's Intergalactic Power Punch. And, uh, every, yeah, he's, he's, he's punching aliens. It had both Mike Tyson and Don King's likeness in it. And, and it also had an alien with Don King's hair that decided that, like, oh, well, he's beaten everyone on Earth. Time for some real competition for this guy. Every, fight in this game sounded exactly like this. It had like two pieces of music that would play <laughs> through like Cut man, Mike Tyson really rang his bell. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's from so, the, the prototype that still has the old Mike Tyson uh, name and sprites. This got uh, rebranded and eventually repackaged as Power Punch 2 for the NES. And who, nobody who published that? that? That wasn't Nintendo, right? It that was not like, Nintendo. No, no, no. no there's, there's no way. Nintendo <laughs> was like, no, we're not doing well, that. Well, you know what we don't, we don't talk about enough is, like, back in the out. day, if you had a person's name on a game, typically they would be the person you're playing as. It was so unique at the time that Tyson was the main huh. villain of yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. He boss. was the final boss. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is very... Most people never saw him. 
You know, yeah. like it, it was it, it took a lot of work to get to Tyson. Oh yeah, and when when you fought him, holy shit! He was, he, like yeah, that that clip of him playing on Jimmy Fallon, like he 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 like just body blow, body blow, body blow, and like the Mike Tyson on screen just blocks everything, lands one punch, and little Matt goes sprawling. Like yes. he knocks you down with one punch. As if he were Peter McNeely. <laughs> Look it up, kids. Uh, but no, it's it's such it's so like especially because like Punch Out being like this puzzle game. I don't think I I realized until like I started listening to like your guys' old show. And you guys are like, oh, this is just a puzzle game. It's not like it a real a sports game. game. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, you're right because if I play this like a sports game, like I'm just like this doesn't make any sense. Why can't like I know I know how boxing should work? Why is this working? It's and actually then, like, a puzzle rhythm know. game because you do have to just have yeah. a little bit of rhythm and memorizing mm-hmm. patterns. There's a, there's a little dunk. rhythm, but it's like a, um, uh, it, it, I guess in the way it does work, like real boxing, is that people have tells to what move yeah. they're about to throw, and so right. as soon as every punch out character, he's now he's going to hit me overhand. Now he's going to go for a body blow because he blinked. Uh, you look for those things, and everything becomes kind of a cinch. But I still, I still, I can't cheat at punch out. I've never looked up how to do it. I can beat the hell out of super punch out. I have a real rough time with the original. And yeah. man, that second playthrough of the Wii punch out is really fucking hard. God, what a good game! All really these games good. be remade. Wii punch out is really want, good. I want that Wii punch out again. I, I think, I think if, if you really like adjusted its Metacritic didn't exist, but like punch out is. Pound for pound, one of the best Nintendo franchises ever because there's it's three the and they're all immaculate. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're really good games. Yeah, Super Punch Out, I completely missed when it first came out. I, I, I think it's on Nintendo Online. I was playing, yeah. I'm like, this game is yeah. fucking phenomenal. It's really good. It's really Come on. fantastic. Come on. So the one that really surprised me, though, I did not realize he's in this game. Ah, you're gonna murderize this guy. They never seen no one like you. You know why? Because there is no one like you. You're gonna knock this guy's block off. Is that Gilbert Gottfried? I don't care that you're a vegan. You're gonna eat this guy alive. Get him back into the ring. Don't worry. I'll be splendid. This was for WWE 13. That's right! He was a DLC character. That's right! Wow. (laughs) I've <laughs> totally forgot that he. So he has, Mike done Tyson, more, he has done more with wrestling in the last ten years than he's done with boxing. So sure. very, well, very yeah. famously, Mike Tyson is a humongous professional wrestling fan. And honestly, uh, and I've been watching the Monday Night Wars because I have Peacock now. I've been watching the Monday Night go. Wars uh, documentary with my roommate, who is not a wrestling fan, and we can both see like, oh, this is all propaganda. There's so many lies in there, right? Beyond the point. Um, like, I was telling him, Mike Tyson, th- wrestling doesn't blow up without that Mike Tyson-Austin yeah. thing. Like, even though NWO there. was very big, Mike Tyson and Austin, like, it legitimized what that sport was because Mike Tyson was still Mike Tyson at the time. Yeah. Like, this is well, before... You know what the secret was out. is that he was so unstable, I hate to say it as a human being, even if you knew wrestling was staged, I won't say fake, but staged, it's like... Mm-hmm. You never knew if Tyson was going to go off script and actually hit somebody. Mm. And and when they did like that angle where he like punched Shawn Michaels, you didn't know. You're like, did he actually punch Shawn Michaels? Because it, 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 it doesn't look like a worked punch. It really doesn't. Right. It looks well, like and, a Mike and I don't Tyson think punch. it was. I think it, he notoriously accidentally potatoed him a little bit. Like, well, I mean, like the worst one is Floyd when Floyd hit the Big Show like legitimately. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah. 
But the thing was, is like Big Show sh- put him in his mouth and shoot him. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it, it broke his nose, didn't it? Or yeah, he broke his nose. Like he he tried to rabbit punch him, and it literally legitimately broke the Big Show's nose, oh, which Jesus. is hilarious. Uh, but like no, like the like like Matt said, like it worked because Austin legitimately seemed like a badass motherfucker, and yeah. you had Mike Tyson who was badass. They both seemed like they were crazy people who would just like go at each other, and it was just like. What is going on here? And then, you know, that's where wrestling comes in. But he very famously, like, he will go and do wrestling, uh, like, appearances whenever they ask when he does it. He does the world's worst crotch chop. And I don't know why, yeah. but it's like, his, like, arms are like this <laughs> when he does it. And it's always weird to me. The, the TL just made it look like he was trying to feed two chickens with his arms crossed. Yeah. But that's how he does like it. He T-Rex doing the, the crotch chop. And you're like, like, he does it. It's like, it's like this. Yeah. And like I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. It's literally how he does it, and it's so weird. Every but at least he crosses it, like, it. I hate when people don't cross it. Like Triple H does, he just on either side of his dick just points at his dick, like wham. like the I'm Xbox, like, no, the dude. Xbox, the Xbox thing. Yeah, you, you got to You got to go yeah. the full cross DX anyway. <laughs> I keep uh, learning so much. Yeah, I am honestly. <laughs> well, speaking of things that I've learned today, let's move along to number three. Seventy tons of walking. Hulking arm destruction. A battle mech, the most sophisticated fighting machine ever created. I love it. Now listen, you chipheads. The only reason we're even considering you is because the Federated Commonwealth hasn't been doing too well lately. So pay attention to me, listen to the points I'm going to point out, and be very careful when you're listening to the briefing. They can save a mech. Save a mech. Who is this? According to Jim. That is <laughs> that is a guy that I personally owe an apology to, Jim really? Belushi. I, well, I just felt like I felt like Jim Belushi was a very easy person at the early days of the internet to be like, look at this guy. He's not his brother. He's mm-hmm. not fucking funny to me, so I'm going to make these jokes. Wow, it turns the- out Jim Belushi whips ass and is I, cool as shit. Wait, I need what, to call what, you what on happened? This. Did, you, did you finally see K9? I've well, never seen. K-9. I need to call you on this because TL, you were born way after that. Because I'm too young to know that John Belushi was the talented one. I learned all that shit later when I was like a teenager John in Belushi college. Was dead when I was one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> saying I was. I'm not saying I'm sitting here. I was riding for John Belushi. No, the, the point but, I'm making though is, to me, I grew up with Jim Belushi being in way more in movies and stuff. So I never understood like that knock against him. And he has unfit. He's been famous way longer than his brother ever was, and well, he's right. fine. You he's, know, he's yeah. That's the I thing. Disagree. He's fine. He's he's not a great actor. He's kind of he known more for his name. But yes, uh, but he got to, he like he literally got cast on the same show as his dead brother because of the name recognition. Yeah. He had none sure. of the chops at all. And and for- let me let me tell you about Brian Doyle Murray now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at he least that guy has a shtick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray. Actually, Jim not Brian Doyle. Yeah. Who's the younger brother? The one that was in Joel uh, Murray. Mike- who, Joel by the Mur- way, oh, God. who by the way, Jim Belushi is doing a Bill Murray impression. That's all he's doing. <laughs> John Belushi would have hated him for it. That's actually a fairly astute observation. Yes, he's doing he's doing Bill Murray just like he's fucking he's doing Joel Murray, mm. who is also doing Bill Murray, <laughs> but he has a much better excuse. But uh, Jim, Jim Belushi, apparently an an all right guy. Like I thought he was an asshole for a long time, largely because of David Cross bit about him uh, being an asshole. Wait, wait, wait! Did you did you did you read his book? Yes. He, it, he said that it's, I have a bit about him because I worked with him and he was an asshole. 
Mm. Like, and he, I love the story. He's like, this is going to sound like the story's fake, but I swear that it's real. <laughs> a little girl came up and said, or her dad, she is the biggest Jim Belushi fan. I would love to get your autograph. And Jim Belushi either responded out loud or when the guy left, come back when you have a set of tits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was drinking a lot at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it, not it was literally in a, in a casino, <laughs> in a Vegas yeah. casino. The, the last happened. I heard is like something about like him, like some people uh, during the, the Portland protests, uh, like waiting for a lift or something. And it's like seeing Jim Belushi there. And like, they ended up just having a long conversation with him about the, the finer points of anarchism. And uh, he was, he yeah, was actually I, quite He lives in Oregon now, right? He's yeah. a total, like, well, that, Oregon stoner. That's the thing. He's he, he has a farm in Rogue Valley. And if you go to wow. belushisfarm.com, uh, you can see he's got, like, a total Tegrity Farms thing going on. Yeah. He wears yeah, a like, cowboy hat. He's like, look at my farm. I farm uh, marijuana and all these things of cannabis. <laughs> Look, I know, Chris, I know you don't use Twitter a lot. He has been such a refreshing, like, Twitter follow. He, yeah. He's just like a, he's just like a really, you know, he's like your, he's like your dad who learned what weed was. What? It's just I, like, he was, I get high. He's boomer like, dad. Like, four, four years ago, he was making Tim Allen-esque statements about conservatives being the most oppressed people in the universe. Someone radicalized him. Yeah. And you know who can do that to people? Weed. And he discovered <laughs> anime at some point, apparently. He was yeah, like, all yeah. right, I want to get into this. Where should I start. I, I think his appeal has always been he's he's just every man. He's a total boomer dad. Just mm-hmm. always has been like a boomer dad. Like think of Canine. It's just like that guy's like kind of going bald. Like I could look like that guy. That's not like a typical Hollywood guy. I'll watch. I'll watch his movies. Like mm-hmm. why not? You know. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I I learned some things. So I knew that Jim Belushi had done Barker slash tutorial videos for the Battle Tech Center in Chicago, which we talked about a few weeks ago. As like an arcade experience that's impossible to emulate, really. He's been in uh, several other notable video games, including some that I'd never heard of, like 1997's uh, Goosebumps. What's it called? <laughs> Goosebumps Attack of the Mutant. And I, TL, your time to shine here. Wait, Come on, like like R.L. Stein's Goosebumps? Like, Attack yes. One of the books. And he, he played, wow. he played the masked mutant, a, car, a, a comic book supervillain, who becomes right. self-aware and wants to turn the entire world into a comic book. And man, he just plays this shit to the hilt. An unknown intruder from the outside world has slipped inside our headquarters, and he or she has to be apprehended at once! Uh, I don't get it, mutant. Is this outsider working with the League of Good Guys? Who cares? Those buffoons are the least of our worries. We know their powers and their weaknesses. But this stranger... Could be capable of almost anything. If our diabolical plot is to succeed, you must find and destroy the intruder before he has a chance to escape. All of you, get that kid! <laughs> is that it? It sounds like Tim Curry more than it sounds like a balloon. Kind of, he's playing kind of a big does, man. He's yeah, playing he's, big. He's, oh my gosh, I didn't know about this game and I need it in my life. So, <laughs> like, I. <laughs> I I used to collect a lot of Goosebumps because I, again, was born in 1986 mm-hmm. and was definitely at the right age when those books came out. And I've never heard of this, and this would have been absolutely something I would have harassed my mom about, um, about getting. So I absolutely need this game in yeah, my it, life. Like, that's it was so a, cool. a PC CD-ROM game 
with graphics that looked like like 3D from the time, but like painted mm. over with cartoons and or, or just like it, it's like early cell shading. It looks kind of weird. Hmm. But so the only the only reason why I asked that is so there was a TV show. Uh, yes. Goosebumps. Uh, and there was a live was action Mass Mutant. Right. So I was wondering if this was just the episode, like, cause they would do that back in the day. They would, they would take these episodes and then they're like, it's interactive, but not mm-hmm. really. But no, this seems like a complete separate re, like, make. Yes. I, I absolutely, I want to have to figure this out. Adam West is in this game. Is what? he? I, I yeah, Adam. He, <laughs> he plays the galloping gazelle. He he does the thing that they always do: get Adam West to play a Batman. Of course. Um, but yeah, Adam Back West up, is in this evil game. Belushi West is here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, I've got to figure out how to emulate oh. this because I'm going to play this. I'm, love I'm for Jim sure Belushi canceled. Love for Jim Belushi canceled. He has a weed strain he sells called just the Blues Brothers with his brother's face on it. <laughs> oh wow. His. Yeah, he has a he has a TV show on Discovery all about growing weed. Does he? Yeah. Wow! So we're just going to forgive him for according to Jim what he did to the airways. <laughs> oh, I guess he was also in uh, like this. I had vague memories reading about this in Wired, and so I had to go dig it up. He was in a CD-ROM game in 1996, a year before the Mass Mutant, called Nine: The Last Resort, which was sort of tied to Aerosmith in that, like, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry were the villains, and like provided a lot of the the musical puzzles and themes for the game. This game had the voices of Cher, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, and Anne Heche, and Christopher Reeve as as various characters. Jim Belushi was also in it. Playing a big-headed, old-timey pilot with a cigar named Salty, who would—he uh, was like <laughs> a big head in a little toy plane that would just hover around and give you hints and stuff. And uh, yeah, here here he is uh, introducing himself. That, mon ami, was your royal welcome from the Toxic Twins. <laughs> Nothing a bottom of blood change and a personality transfusion wouldn't fix. And he also joins in to help sing the uh, the big finale song at the end of this game. Because you know, beyond a doubt, <laughs> this guy just couldn't do without all the help I came across with in a toxic wind blowout. Really? When the scenes come out? <laughs> he also did the Crispy Critters commercial. Stephen Tyler, what do you think about this Aerosmith game nine? It's amazing. Thank you. What Steven was Tyler. up with Aerosmith? Like, hey, you know what? It's a video game. We're in it. Revolution X. Yeah, let's yeah. go nine. Let's go. This is what we do now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They have yeah. quietly, they've quietly been kiss all along, and no one mm-hmm. gives a shit. They have, <laughs> they have their own roller coaster and candy. they had their own what guitar the hero. Mm-hmm. They have their own guitar That's true. Hero. Yeah, and th- this was from the very much from the like '90s uh, Mist slash Seventh Guest school of game design, where it's it's, oh, yeah. it's all just like point and click, and everything's like a quick time movie that you like. Oh, here's here's a thing that's glinting. I'm gonna click on that, and now there is a puzzle to solve. And Anne Heche is a guitar shaped woman, and Cher is a fortune teller from a fortune telling machine. It's bizarre. Do you believe in? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say she's like the guy from Big. I finally saw Big for the first time a couple what? weeks what? ago. Really? That's great. I'd never seen Big before. It's, it's good. Very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, man. If, yes. When she leans down, you can see all the way down to her flowers. And I bring that up on 302010 <laughs> as a term I've Jesus. never heard before or since. 
Um, <laughs> but but Benny yep. Marshall let me learn in big. Uh, <laughs> I want to the, okay. The real best Jim Belushi thing has has everybody seen the movie Real Men? No, no. The movie where John uh, what's the plot? John Ritter uh, John Ritter. I forget. One of them is an let's say one of them is an alien. But an alien plot to steal a glass of water uh, to destroy the world. It's one of the weirdest comedies ever. Real men. Look it up. Uh, uh, Try to remember the, the line they used to say uh, to figure out if you were an alien in the movie. This is a long time ago from like 87. Clearly. But it is, it is ridiculous. Jim Belushi does some of the silliest shit you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. He plays a spy and then John Ritter plays every man because that's what John Yeah, Ritter but they're does. being hunted by aliens, um, but all in plain clothes with no special effects. So don't, don't get your hopes up for anything that looks cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm pro John Ritter. Anything John Ritter did, yeah. watch it. Uh, also, also uh, I'm sure Belushi would never forgive me if I didn't say he's in another video game upcoming called Star Guardians. I have no idea what it is, but it was oh, on his IMDb page. I, I see Star Guardians. I thought that was the um, that game that's never coming out. Two hundred fifty uh, million dollars invested. <laughs> so Star Citizen. Yeah. Star yeah. Citizen. I thought it was Star Citizen. I was like, that that's not a game. Like, you can say yeah. it's a game. <laughs> it is a, yeah, I'm, it I'm is glad a, Belushi got paid, but yeah, uh, yeah that's not yeah, it's, it's a literal muddy pit. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, we should move along to more things that I learned today. Number two. Whoa, little bro. That smoke will make you choke. <laughs> it doesn't make me <laughs> Smoking is for dumb bots. It's bad for your health, and it stains your teeth. So don't be a fool. Smoking isn't cool. <laughs> oh man, man! Oh, Jaleel God, got so high you, after recording that line. You know he did. <laughs> well, no, he was he was still like. Well, I mean, he might have. He was like he was like fifteen when he was. Oh, okay, yeah. was, okay. Uh, Jaleel pretty straight lace. Yeah, no, well, dude. No, I used to see him around the Fox lot. He, that motherfucker is the coolest, suavest motherfucker ever, yeah. dude. And he was jacked at that time too. He was like built. I cannot like, the dude imagine weights a boss Stefan or Kel. That that's freaking me out. <laughs> well, that, he had that show. He had the show. So when you were working at the Fox lot, he would have had that. Like I don't know if it was a UPN or if it was a Fox show. Like he had a show. Like it was like Jaleel. It was like. I'm an adult now. I have yeah. a kid. Like, oh, he, he yeah, had one of those that. shows. And he's, like, a tall dude, too. I want to say he's, like, you know, at least above six feet. Like, maybe 6'2 or 6'3 or something like that. Like, oh, he's, yeah. Yeah. Six, yeah. Six foot is tall. You're absolutely right. But let's, let's I continue to keep that up. I stumbled on a <laughs> quote from him at Comic-Con. Uh, like, somebody asked him how he felt about not being tapped to be in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And uh, I, I had no idea. Like, he gives the rationale for why he was Sonic. At the time, I did Sonic the Hedgehog because they wanted it on ABC at Saturday morning. I didn't really realize I owned Friday night. So get the guy who owns Friday night to lead us into Saturday morning. And that was their thinking. It wasn't that deep. But again, like I said, because I try to give my best at anything that I do, you know, I tapped into the character and that's what you guys heard. And I did over 100 episodes of Sonic the Hedgehog. Because it was a network directive to get the flow from Friday night to Saturday morning. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You did a hundred episodes of Sonic the Hedgehog because they need those those uh, Sonic the Hedgehog like Saturday like the little clip ones for it to run throughout the yeah, week. Yeah, they, they had two shows. But that, that was what was so <laughs> weird about it because they didn't. I don't know if all the cast overlapped because I don't even think they were involved in both shows. But like he was on a syndicated daily cartoon the adventures of sonic the hedgehog sonic the hedgehog and then, and yeah. Then, yeah. but he yeah. was the voice of sonic in both and 
I've only seen that happen like fucking Alf once. Like usually they'll recast yeah. everybody. Because uh, Saturday M is really more like your Archie base as opposed yeah, it, to it's the, an adventure show that's semi yeah. like less less comedy than the other one. Right. And and he was on both. And I think tech very very technically I I did watch a lot of the Daily Show, uh, the Daily Sonic Show with Craig Kilborn. Uh, the, I, <laughs> I, 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 he was actually on three songs. Yeah, shows, yeah. I guess he was. Have, I have endured <laughs> Jalel White as Sonic more than any other voice actor. So it's Sonic Underground. I think he does. He do all three. I Hedgehog, think he does. Or is just I think it's Sonic Underground. He does all three. Even in a game, I'm, I'm listening to to Sonic talk for maybe like maybe like once every twenty minutes for six hours. Whereas I've seen hours and hours of Jaleel White as Sonic. I watched the Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, but this was a surprise. He was never in a Sonic the Hedgehog game. That was always yeah. different actors. And in fact, according to IMDb, he only has one actual video game role, and it's this. No matter where I go, y'all are with me. Family over everything, fellas. And cut! That was great. That was great. That's lunch, everybody! No, seriously, that was incredible work, guys. Incredible work. I mean that. Super authentic stuff. You know, I'm working on a comedy special, actually, with Blake Griffin right now. We're going to shoot it after this thing wraps. Is he funny? Well, he's like the Will Ferrell of the NBA. Anyway, you guys can grab some grub. I have a private fridge stocked with kombucha in my trailer, if you'd be interested. Uh, he's he's in like one scene in I, NBA 2K20, NBA 2K20. As, as a movie director, and you only see him like if you make the decision like I'm gonna blow off this workout and uh, to go do to, to go do to, this to, movie. Yeah, I hate I hate the stories in those NBA 2K games. Is so this the much. Spike Lee one? Oh, it's fine. No, Spike Lee one is 2018. Oh, Spike Lee is the one ago. where Spike, your frequency vibrations. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the Spike Lee one is the one where your best friend dies and it comes back as a force ghost at the end of it. <laughs> yes, I really fucking hate those games. This year's the story is pretty tame. It's just like you're following I, in your dad's footsteps. It's just, like, but it's like, so, yeah, the whole thing is like your your dad is like this guy. Who is like the, the the best basketball player of all time, yeah. um, and like it's so weird because like <laughs> you're supposed to be playing like the same like you're supposed to be just like your dad and like the character I created was like I wanted to make a power forward I was like I'm gonna make like same I created a center basically and so he I <laughs> it's just like my dad by like three so, feet <laughs> seven foot tall my dad it is like you guys are just the same audibly like shorter than he <laughs> I was is. like yeah that like, game is f- nothing alike <laughs> it's so it's like he's so... They, like the dad is basically has like Steph Curry's body he's like an outside yeah. shooter and then yeah I was just like in all these cutscenes with with him and I, he dies basically is what happens and you're yeah. trying to live up to his footsteps but it uh yeah I'm like towering over him as the center I'm like yeah this isn't working this is great though <laughs> but yeah. I, I was kind of shocked it's just like it's just this one bit but he's like they not only got his voice that's his face in the game mm. that's Jaleel yeah. White yeah 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 no, they get uh, celebrities think, to do like random cameos in those yeah. in those story huh. modes in the NBA. In games. that same game, I think Hannibal Burris just plays a barber. Whoa! Mm. And it's like not not like not like a character model of a different person. Like no, it's just Hannibal Burris, and he's a barber now. Like who's the, the guy that plays Hannibal the agent Burris? in this year's game? If they got like a really good actor, oh, it's play. um, uh, uh, he was on Community from The Wire, Omar from Mike, The Michael Wire. Oh, oh, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he plays your like agent in this game. He's, yeah, it's like a major like, role. Love that guy. It, 
And then, uh, so the, the, the guy from Guardians, the black dude, uh, who? Uh, who? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce his name. <laughs> I, I, I can't either. Oh, is Jaiman, Jaiman Hanzu? Is that Cancel him. Cancel yeah. him. So yeah, he's, he's your coach. And like yeah. him and fucking Omar have this scene where he's like, get him out of my locker room. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> what is this game? What is this video game? That I love it. I love it, dude. No, it's I'm there. So, Jaleel so White silly. has the his his own. It was it was Urkel called... on Family Matters. I don't know that we've yeah. said that expressly yeah. just yet. Yeah, it, it, this is important information. This will be on the test. Uh, it, he he was Urkel on Family Matters, and his company <laughs> is It's Purple. And like I T S P U R P L, and it specializes in the purple Urkel strain, of course, of which course. he did not make. That like he he's he has like a, a mission statement talking about like that the purple Urkel strain was like his uh, his long lost twin or something that like he always heard about and it's like I didn't make it. I've got nothing to do with it. And so this is him like giving in and saying like you know what nobody else is doing this strain right. We're gonna do it right. Well, it's his way of making money yeah. off a thing that yes. he, frankly, should be getting a licensing fee from. Yes. Yeah, call it the Purple I mean, Urkel. Like, did he make any money off of the talking Urkel I'm doll? I'm sure like, he did. He's all, he's all over the box. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but did yes. he make any cheese? His his Sonic is <laughs> arguably more famous on the internet for uh, this bit than anything else. There's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. <laughs> and and I will uh, say, to find that and some of these other clips, I, like, watch somebody had put up, like, just an, all of the PSAs together. And if you just, like, hit start hitting the right arrow key, it's like, all right, what's this one about? Oh, don't be racist or you'll fall into quicksand. What's this one about? <laughs> Remember to feed your pets. What's this one about? Don't go swimming without telling anybody. And it's it's just like <laughs> this assemblage of, like, if I had had more time, I probably would have stitched it together into some monstrous I mean, we, clip we thing. We did but, on an old podcast. Yeah. I was infatuated by this. Yeah, I'd never been able to see all these things. They weren't available on DVD just yet. Uh, but right. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, some of them make more sense than others, and some of them's like this is extremely specific. Right. Like, make sure to maintain your bike regularly, or it could <laughs> fail on you at a crucial moment. <laughs> like so some I, kids I, doing bike maintenance. If you're in World War II, like, turn out your lights. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. Like, I'm not like because uh, a lot of people are upset that Roger Craig Smith is like officially done with Sonic, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm just like I like Roger Craig Smith. But he's not like to me like Jaleel White's like doing this weird nasally voice as Sonic yep. because that's just yeah. his voice like that's Sonic the Hedgehog mm -hmm. to me. I'm Everyone sorry. Everyone else is no good. Not me. <laughs> Can I ask you, wait, TL? Wait. I, I, it's yes. an, you know I love you as a nasally black man. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes, we're about yes, to get yes, we're yes. about to get controversial. Uh huh. Is Sonic black because he was voiced by a black man? Absolutely. I want to know. Black. Does a black? Well, man okay, be... no, 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 no. Because the no, so. So, so Sonic Adventure, definitively, Knuckles is black. If not black, mm. he's definitely like an indigenous like person. But Knuckles is black. Knuckles has rap he music. Does. Like, like that's the signifier of like the cartoon character. Rasta colors. And, and, and his, I, I've looked into it because I tried to buy them. Very expensive immaculate shoes. All of them. I just didn't yeah. know if this was like a goofy situation where he'd been, no, you know, no, adopted no, no, by the no, black no, community no, as a no, black no, character. No, 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 okay. you know, you know why Goofy, because Goofy is black. Like, that, that's, not even a, <laughs> that's not even a conversation, Goofy is Gorsh. black. You're trying to get me back into saying Goofy is black, and I'm sorry that this is happening right now. 
Oh, God. Uh, but, but wait, I did want to point out that Jaleel didn't voice Sonic in games because, but he was, he did the cartoon voice for a number of years, but at none of which was Sonic talking in video games. Yeah, it was before right. talkies, yeah. before the age of talkies. If you but will, but right? I also love that at the time, like, it's almost like there are two Sonics yeah. in the 90s. Like, remember, S- Sega rolled out Sonic and it's just like, this guy, he's fucking badass. Mm-hmm. He fucks girls and does drugs. He's way cooler than Mario <laughs> will ever be. And meanwhile, on TV, Sonic is like, never do anything you don't think is right, even if other guys say it's cool. That's called peer pressure. <laughs> God, that I mean, show look, is so cool. We all, we, look, show. I, love that show. I think we all can can agree, except for maybe Mario 64 TL. Mm-hmm. Mario has better games, but Sonic has better way shows. better cartoons yeah. than Mario. Wait, what? Okay, so here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, I, will, I will concede the games part. I'm a huge okay. Sonic fan, but I will concede the games part. This is however, unexpected. This is unexpected. You're about to say Mario has better oh shows. However, I one, I'm a Sonic defender of Super Mario Super oh. Show. It's not as bad as people make it out to be. It is fine. It's Sonic has Sonic Underground, which is one of the worst cartoons of all time. <laughs> true. I'm so sorry. one bad show, but he's got several it's good true, shows. But, he, but I have Mario <laughs> Super Mario Three and Mario World on DVD. It is, it is a crime against God. And they also it's like fine. they also do they do joke. an original. We never talk about this, but they do an original song every single episode, and it's mind numbing. Oh, yeah. It's well, <laughs> so they did that because like so you can't if you have Super Mario Super Show like the DVD. What you don't know is they used to use licensed songs like so. There's no, a Robin I mean, Hood I mean episode, the Mario World, the Mo- and they do the Rock. No, I'm just saying like they did that because like now they have control of the songs. That's why they did the whole thing. Also, Super Mario World. Has a reggae interest, like uh, intro song, which is yes. really fun. Yes, it, it's whatever. Man. Not, no, I, I, I will push this back. I I, I have not as good as Sonic by. shows. Not as good. As I mean, it doesn't Sonic matter shows. because the opening of Sonic Mania is the best animated intro, like yes. a version of any video game character ever, and it, it trumps all their television. Absolutely, shows. absolutely. Tyson has did a tremendous job with that. Like, it just mm. looks gorgeous. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I love being wow. I love being this close to getting a mandatory AARP subscription and having this hard a stance on Sonic. <laughs> and- <laughs> well, let's move along to a cartoon character that we can all agree on. Well, if it ain't America's most wanted, that police composite don't do justice to your ugly face. <laughs> Shut your mouth. But I'm just talking uh, about Snoop. <laughs> that's, uh, that's actually that's crow yes um uh, officially not snoop dog in a, in a game Why? where you fight all rappers it is crow who has the most bullshit ass like final boss phase oh yeah like Why? ever i the fucking fire building it sucks and and like, the, i hate it the lead into that like the final confrontation with crow come on man ain't no need for this just join with me i earned the city fan square you broke the code Fuck the code. D-Mob was always talking that old school loyalty bullshit. You from the streets, you know there's only one code out here that matters. Ride or get rolled on. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, people don't say this enough. Snoop Dogg is a really good voice actor. 
Yeah, he is a really good voice actor. But yeah, that that scene where like your character is holding a gun on Crow and like all of Crow's flunkies just say, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want to fight this guy anymore and leave. And and then like just shoot up the wall and say like you're not even worth it. And then he he has his sword cane and he stabs you in classic movie villain fashion. Like you were just gonna let him off the hook, but he's coming after you. Yeah, you know, a few weeks ago, Ed Boon started posting about things like what would you want us Mm -hmm. to do next or whatever, and do that. It got like the rumor was like they were talking about Def Jam, Mm -hmm. like never Nether Realm working on Def Jam, and I'm like. That should actually happen. Like yes. they, they would do Def Jam justice. I, I sure. want to like, see Def Jam come back so fucking bad because, I, like, huh. the first game was okay. Def Jam Fight for New York is one of the best narrative-driven fighting games ever made. And then Def Jam Icon was just like, we're gonna do a bunch of weird next-gen shit. And like, <laughs> oh, what even is? This? I, 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 so I, I've never played. I've never played Icon, but Def Jam Fight for New York. It's one of the first games I actually, like, when you, like, I started college, I was like, I want to write about this video game that I love, that has mm-hmm. all these different rappers in it, and it's like a weird timestamp of 2004, the soundtrack's great, and then, like I said, like, for we talk about all these, like, different, like, like celebrities when they do these voice acting jobs, and they literally just go in and they mail it in. Snoop Dogg just does such a tremendous job in this, and, like, yes. every time I hear him and stuff, I'm just like... Yo, you give a shit about this. Like, you're just like, nah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this as good as I can. It is just like, he's so, he's so good in that game. It is just, it's such, it's such a good thing. Like I said, the only thing I don't like is just that last fight. It sucks. Like, I like Crow as a character. And when you Mm -hmm. unlock Crow, he's such a really good character to use. But like, that last, that, that last fight, I just hate that building so much. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I love that game. I love that, like, yeah, Method Man is your best friend, and you go and get stuff from Jacob the Jeweler. Oh, because they're all they're all go- they're, none of them go by their real names. That's right. Or, some of some of them no. do, some of them don't. Mm. Uh, um, Method, Danny, so Me- Danny Trejo Man. is in it, like as one of Crow's flunkies, and he's just, his character name is just Trejo, and Trejo. he's like twice <laughs> yeah. as big as he is in real life. So the only ones that are not like their rapper name, it's Snoop Dogg. Method Man, Red Man, um, whoever's D Mob's based off of. I'm not sure D Mob is just an original. I think he might character. just be original, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the rapper Sticky Fingers is literally something like he's something else in the game. That's it. Yeah, everybody no, else. I remember is, him being Sticky Fingers in the game. Is he Sticky Fingers? Yeah. Okay, because like everybody else is like Ludicrous is Ludicrous, mm-hmm. which is like hilarious to me. Ti is just Ti. Yeah. Bone Crusher. Carmen is Electra like, is in it, I think. Yes, Carmen Electra. Uh, Kamor, it's Kamor a round Simmons. out your hip hop experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, Little Kim. Little Kim mm-hmm. is in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, okay. This game, by the way, if you wanted to play it, you can't. Like it's two hundred dollars yeah. minimum oh. to to buy a copy of this game. It's an Xbox yeah, game. Yeah, I guess I, uh, I The PS2 version might be easier to find. If you, uh, I, I, I didn't think about it, but this is it's EA. But like the Def Jam license can go to anybody at this point, so it could go to Nether Realm. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. They, they I'd, could, love, I'd love to see what they did. Why? With it. Why not just have Mortal Kombat as a platform and then have like a season is just Def Jam. Fight yes. for New York that crossing yes. over with everybody. They did it with Injustice. Yeah. They just took DC characters inside of Mortal Kombat. And I know game. for yeah. a fact, n- almost none of the people in Def Jam are going to have a problem with an M-rated, M-rated content. 
No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Right if now. you're going to do it, you got to use those rappers because, like, I don't know that there's like current day rappers that you, that would make sense for like a Def Jam. You, you don't want your own. Yes, they're like, absolutely ooh. like yes. And there's rappers that would die like that would literally be like yes, put me on there. What, what, would it just be like mumbling the lines? It's mumble rappers in there. Like, yeah, so yeah, J Cole is yeah. actual rapper who's not a mumble rapper. Not every rapper is these kids who are on SoundCloud. Come on, don't be <laughs> <dismissive> old man. <laughs> So Snoop Dogg uh, Snoop has Dogg. has a brand Leafs by Snoop, of course, uh, and and yeah, it's, it doesn't seem to have a, a, an easily found website, but there's a bunch of uh, we're working on our SEO. The Chronic. How does he not name that weed? Because he wasn't the Chronic. That is Doctor Dre. That's true. Doctor Dre is a billionaire who can't be bothered with this filth. He's a legitimate business. Guess which songs on the Chronic I didn't listen to? Any song that didn't include Snoop Dogg. I hate to tell you, but hey, look. If look, of course, Snoop Dogg has a dispensary. He is literally the mascot of weed. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to yes. build a weed, he's that synonymous just, with weed. It's just Snoop Dogg. He's yeah. probably surpassed Cheech and Chong at this point. Like, probably. He probably is like yeah. a bigger icon for weed. Yeah. If you if you ask kids today to recognize, like, okay, which which one of these is more associated with weed? They'd be like, who are these guys? Uh, it's yeah. Snoop, of course. Um, but yeah, he launched his brand in 2015. He has also launched the Snoop Dogg G Pen uh, vape pen. For those of you who like to vape uh, your weed. Guaranteed um, not to explode in your face. <laughs> but isn't, though. Uh, and, and I knew some things about his video game career. Like, I knew he was big into Tekken and was, like, promoting them, uh, that game, during E3 a few years back. And uh, I also knew E3. he was in a canceled game called Fear and Respect. Uh, oh, like a sure GTA was- clone? Yeah, yeah, like a GTA clone. And he was also in another GTA clone, which for some reason I never picked up on that he is a secret unlockable character in true crime streets of L.A. You're a waste of bullets. Fuck the guns. I'm going to kick your ass like Nick Kane. Yeah. Um, Nick Kane, I think, is the, the protagonist in that game. Uh, he also had a game. voice pack for uh, Call of Duty. Remember? He yeah. was like the well, announcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, voice pack for Call of Duty. If you play NHL 2K, which is very... Not just 2K, but NHL, the EA NHL games, he's a guest commentator who will just come in what? and just Snoop Dogg doing commentary. And he'd be like... He's like talking about the, the hockey game you're wow. playing. And it's just it. It's like... Oh, Snoop, do you want to stay with us? Yeah, man, I'm not doing anything else, you know? And he's, like, going through his history of with hockey. Uh, he's in that. The way you describe uh, that just makes it sound like he wanders into the video game and starts talking. It literally, <laughs> literally, right before he comes in, they're like, and we have Snoop. And it looks like we have Snoop that's coming in this booth. Snoop, what's going on? Hey, I'm just letting y'all know I'm, you know, I'm checking out this hockey game for sure, for sure. I, you know, I, I, I rock with the Kings, but you know, Sidney Crosby, that's my boy. Like, I'm just like, I guess Snoop Dogg is here now. And then obviously, uh, if, if we're talking about Snoop and video games, uh, I would be remiss if I did not talk about Weed 3. Uh, when, yes. when Snoop Dogg got, decided to smoke weed on EA on EA stage while playing Battlefield. Oh, right. Yeah, against Zac <laughs> Efron, right? Like there, Zac there Efron, were other celebrities Fox. involved. Yeah, yeah. Zac Efron, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, they were all just high <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing Battlefield. Uh, yep. Jesus. Yeah, was, he walks into the booth great. and he's all... Trembling with fear. No? Oh, well, you should be. <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, lo- love Snoop Dogg. Love all these guys. And it, it's it's really interesting to find out more about their cannabis businesses. <laughs> like they are all legit weed entrepreneurs now. It's, it's just it's so strange. I used Bugs Bunny to explain it before, but trying to as as complainy as my grandparents were about MTV, I love the idea of telling them, yeah, you know, in another ten years they're gonna literally gonna sell us drugs. <laughs> with the government's yeah. consent I gotta be honest like I'm not normally a person for like celebrity endorsement doesn't do much for me but because I, I hate to break it to you listeners I'm not really a weed dude I know no, next to no. nothing about weed so it's like what no. are any so of it's us like, really a guy with two kids like, and a job and a the podcast. celebrity endorsements would totally work on me I'd be like oh well if Snoop trusts this weed then it must be good. like like I am I am so down I heard, to try Willie Nelson's Kevin Smith line talk of weed. about it on a podcast uh, might as well try it <laughs> yeah, if Snoop yeah. likes it, it, it's probably not laced with PCP. If Snoop likes <laughs> right. it, they can probably afford to be sued, so I might as well try it. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I want to try that Willie Nelson and be like, that guy's like almost 100 years old. Like, mm-hmm. something's working for him. I might as well try that Willie weed. Yeah. It's probably the braids. Him and Snoop. Yeah. Same braids. True. He, you ever seen in the same room with one another? Never. Something, yeah, it keeps so. the blood flowing to the brain. So. Maybe maybe they're onto something. I like that. Well, anyway, that has been our top five celebrity cannabis entrepreneurs who have also done voices in games. On that note, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some other stuff, so stay tuned. Get scratching. Do you like Video Game Apocalypse in 302010? Well, the LaserTime Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two over at patreon.com slash lasertime. We've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 3020 and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts Michael Raparas and Matthew Allen from Video Game Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. I think we're all vaxxed, right? Mm-hmm. I, I got, like, my sister came in my house. Gross. Grow up! She walked <laughs> She walked in my house, and, like, that's the first time that's happened in over a year. But, yeah, like, uh, having been around my family with no mask inside, like, that's the first time any of that shit's happened in a year. And, and, and I was talking to someone about it. Oh, yeah, like, I'm looking at some of my friends, like, yeah, they're just doing stuff again, and I still I still don't know how to do that yet. I wonder if there's a part of me that kind of enjoyed all the indoor time and the video game time. I just I haven't pushed myself to go out and be social yet. Have any of you? No, or I think absolutely not. You guys are. Well, I'm, I'm still a few days before my my antibody. time is up, mm-hmm. but uh, you know my my two weeks. But I, I, I'm I'm a little bit nervous about it because like I've I've lived like a fucking hermit for the past year and a half, so mm-hmm. it's it's a little strange to like oh now I can. Go out and do things, but who will who will I see? What do I yeah. want to do? That's where I'm uh, at. I was like, oddly, I, I can. The thing I'm most excited for is to go to Target, which I haven't done. Oh, since I've been going to Target, Target this entire time. Yeah, <laughs> I I got a haircut like I, right like mm. the day that I hit my two weeks after the second shot. I'm like, okay, it's time. It's been like eight months or something. But other than that, Are you it's cutting your hair on your own, like Michael. No, no, my hair was yeah. just growing out. Yeah, it, it is weird to think like, well, I don't need a haircut now, but when I do need one, I'll be able to have someone else do it for the first time in a year. You, you have been cutting your own hair? 
Got a pair of clippers. It's it surprisingly look... easy to give yourself a crew cut. Uh, bullshit. Not with this fucking God sneeze pubes on my forehead kind of shit. Like, I cannot <laughs> just throw clippers into this mess. Uh, you just give yourself, like, a little crew cut, and it looks like a professional did it. I hate oh, I'm very jealous you. of your hair. Always have. <laughs> so, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive specials, you can get the 30 2010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash laser time in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the laser time shows, including Video Game Apocalypse, right, guys? Yay! And welcome back to our final segment where I'm not going to waste any time having gotten high during the break. Uh, what? Trying to draw out a joke to, to, to play, hit this button. I didn't get high during the break. I'm just trying to keep up the thing. I kind of want to do a show with Michael High. <laughs> I, I want, that's what I wanted to do for this show. Everyone get high. I will say that I, I think that doing a show where everyone is high will either be the worst show of all time or mm-hmm. the best show of all time. Probably. I, I can't imagine the show being longer than it already is, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, okay, you want to do it? Go straight yeah, to Yeah, you've played oh, yeah. this. I have played this. Uh, I played this on stream, twitch.tv slash servermice and always be playing. Hey, um, but, it, yeah, it... Man, what a gorgeous looking game! Uh, yeah. Once I saw it, once I saw it in motion, I was much more tempted to get out, get it sooner than later. Did you start with one TL, or did you? I cheat did start and with one. To- so I, I, I started Tell with one. Tell us about the Mako. You have to. Oh, I, I have not gotten to the Mako yet. Oh, I, am, shit. I am. I am. I am right now. I because I'm, I'm doing it on stream, so I'm not just sitting and playing constantly uh but i have heard reports from my roommate who's also playing it mako still sucks shit um even even with the new handling really still not fun still not fun i've I've Um, heard that not only does it have new handling but you can go back to the old handling if you liked it better yeah i I never minded the handling as much as people Mm. give it trash like i'm just like whatever dude it's it's i like shooting into space every time i hit a small rise (laughs) uh one of the things that i i thought was a really weird in doing the first one i think the ui i think the new ui design is really neat and clean uh but so i've played through the first game recently and like when you start a combat it freezes kind of like kotor mm-hmm. and like the older ones it redid it where it's like it feels more like the older like the like two and three two and where three, it just goes more like action games it was yeah seamless. it just goes it was... right into combat and i was not expecting that and i was like oh uh Especially like how you're kind of lined up, uh, but it's yep. still very fun. Uh, the models, like I said, going into um, the Citadel, like for the first time, like when you're in the Normandy and you're going into the Citadel, yeah. like it just looks tremendous. And it was just like, oh, this is really cool. Just, just light really blooms cool. over every fucking thing as far as the eye can see. <laughs> like, yeah. One thing I will say, so stills i don't think are doing next gen justice um i it the same thing happened with judgment that judgment remaster that came out a few weeks ago like you see a still and you're like actually that looks worse than the original you have to see this stuff in motion i think even worse like uh it's mass effect remastered and like there's something about an official trailer where like i don't believe this yet and right but then i saw people playing it and streaming like well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Like, this is, I would buy this if I still had a next gen console, like, right now. Is it, now tell me, TL, like, as a guy who obviously played, played all three Mass Effects, loved every single one of them, even three, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I put that part of my life behind me. Like I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to spend another 300 hours playing these games. How, how does it feel to revisit them? Like, is it worth your time? Or if you got your fill the first time, are you good? I don't know if this is going to be the game where if you, like you said, if you're just like, I've done everything I can do in Mass Effect, I don't know outside of like the new textures or anything like that, would it change your mind to being like, well, I'll give this another go, right? Like, again, if you add my experience with Mass Effect 1, game breaking saves, crashes, and just the Mako in general, like sinking me into the world and losing saves, I missed out on Mass Effect 1, essentially. Right. I was, I was ready to get it just like, I want to play Mass Effect 2 again, period. And since right. I haven't played Mass Effect 1, I would like to see that first. I played way too much of Andromeda, so I can definitely get through whatever this is. And uh, if I want to keep going after 2, I okay, if I don't, I'm totally happy putting this aside. Right. It, like I said, so like for me, I did something that I've never done. I've never just done an engineering class. Like I've just never done like the full. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could see how playing a new class would add a lot. Yeah. So it was just like it was like I had a brand new way of experiencing this game that I love by doing something I've never done before, which is just I'm going to be the world's greatest hacker. (laughs) Um, I think I was. I always did a Vanguard build because I wanted those biotic abilities as well as some gunplay. Like Mm -hmm. right. And, And the shotguns are really fun, if I remember right. Yeah, and that's just how, that's how I typically, in RPGs, like, I kind of usually try to get some of both worlds, you know? Like, it's very Mm. rare that I roll a pure class, and that sounds, that sounds like a good idea. If you're gonna do it, try something a little different. Although, some people I hear, they're just like, they're so happy to get their old characters back, they're just like, literally recreating the old characters they played on back in the day. That's what I did, more or less. Mm. I, I know for a fact I'm not gonna be able to not do that. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be me. But I, I feel like I get one play your old characters, and I absolutely like you know a valid way of playing. But like to me, like it would, I would just feel bored. Like I was like, I've already been through this story. I don't need like I don't need you to tell the story again with my other characters. Like I've seen this. Well, movie. what if what if you went through it though as a paragon, and now you're going through it as the bad guy? So I am doing renegade, but then there's like stuff nice. for her. But I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna do a renegade. It's like. And, like, they start doing, like, the very, like, human fashy stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not doing that, though. I yeah, yeah. Renegades are, like, that. hella racist in those games, right? Like, yeah. they, they it's like, oh, other, wait. Other alien races. No, me being a bad guy. Like, I want to be a bad guy. I don't want to be a racist. So, like, I can't do this. <laughs> Tell it to um, the yeah. Republican Party. Uh, but, <laughs> no, it, like I said, it's, it's been really fun. Um, uh, the Citadel. So... Quick fact, people playing that first game, they don't tell you <laughs> that you could just skip the elevator if you hit A or hit X or really? whatever the, com- the confirming button is. Hit that. When you're on the elevator, it will automatically take you where you need to go. You don't that have was to the sit meme. in the elevator. That was the meme. The elevator was the secret load, you know, oh, yeah. and yeah. now you don't need that anymore, especially if you're on like, the one of the first five, times right? I remember they let us use music to, to frame a, a device in a video in a pre-YouTube era. We used Aerosmith's Love in an Elevator. It was like, the, the, in the whole song, like the first 20 minutes of elevator scenes, like we could use the whole song to show the elevator sequences that seem to be interactive. <laughs> you can move the camera around. To their credit, they did let you like talk to your side characters. Yeah. Like there was some stuff happening in the elevators. I, I can't. Yeah. Does TL disapprove of me or is camera just frozen? Oh no, I was just frozen. I'm here. I was not disapproving of you. He looked like a Mass Effect character waiting for the next dialogue. Excited. 
<laughs> Stop! I can't tell. <laughs> was that an Elcor? Did it anyway? <laughs> oh, that's a joke for the four of us. That's wonderful. <laughs> it, it's like I said. It's it's very fun. Um, I actually one of the things like I don't think I've ever seen like a high like high res Elcor before. So I was just like I just spent the time Sorry. like looking at it at, like in its weird elephant face and just like, huh. I didn't realize there's just so much wrinkles on your face and everything like that. Uh, but no, uh, I've been really enjoying it. I can't, I honestly can't wait to see like Devorcha in like this. And I can't wait to like go to Elysium in, in the second game and seeing the Elysium in like full HD. Like I'm just, now I'm just like, all right, all right. It's like I'm eating my vegetables and that's playing Mass Effect 1. Like I don't hate this game, but it's not 2. I want to see 2. So they've also uh, apparently fixed a few things in addition to upresing like, um, there was a character, I guess, from the first one that was always supposed to be Turian, but his right. model, because of a bug, ended up being <laughs> yeah. human. And he talks about how much he hates humans, and now he is a Turian, so it, like, makes sense, finally. It's, And then they fixed, uh, well, fixed, quote-unquote. I liked the stock photo they used for Tally's face, although I thought it was a little weird. Like, when you finally see her face in 3, I'm like, it's just a human with no pupils in her eyes. Yeah, that's but apparently. Dumb. Well, but what they replace it with is even more generic. She looks like herself with the helmet on, just without the visor in front. There's like, you, you kind of, if you're going to do that, just like make her look more alien, you know? Like, yeah. that's the whole thing. You I, want. I, I'm just, I'm not a fan in general, like, of creature design that is just like, this alien is just like a human with like slightly different skin tone and some weird, uh, cute feature like pupilless eyes or like they've got a little marking on their forehead or something like that star trek right. approach to alien design is kind of <laughs> meh <laughs> and when star wars does it like in the mandalorian i immediately just my brain turns off like i don't like this <laughs> yeah well well especially because that race like they're supposed to be like bug-like and stuff mm -hmm. like that and so you're you were expecting like when they finally showed her face like oh this is gonna be fucked up dude like i've been yeah. romancing yeah i, I, I want see her this to look shit. like a fucking like potato bug man <laughs> fucking jerusalem cricket under there <laughs> but i did love that the old one was just a fucking stock photo like straight up something like out of like a hallmark yeah, I think, but i think know, it was something you weren't really supposed to it was supposed to be much more obscured. You weren't supposed to be able to see yeah. the sock photo. You were never supposed to see it. Yeah. You have, but you had to, to work so hard to get that. She was one of the hardest to like build up all that trust and romance so that you mm -hmm. got her photo at the end. Like it was an yeah. investment. Yeah. Watch me. I'm going to get in this girl's mask. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the thing that in order to be with you, like she has to unmask and like make herself sick for the first time. Right. Oh shit, that means something that is a lot so like getting different with me. now. No. That really hits different today, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Wow. Weird. Makes her suddenly more relatable. But it's it's good TL like no sorry, I, is this a full mm. price thing or is this like a forty one of those forty dollars? Uh, this is a full price. This is a full sixty dollar okay. game. Uh okay. it is good. I would absolutely recommend it if you are missing Mass Effect. Um if you want it you want a really good looking Mass Effect game, especially if you want it on PC. Mm. Um, if you, if you want it, I mean, not PC, if you want it on console, if you want it on PC, like, there are texture mods out there, uh, but this does come with all the DLC. Um, so yeah. there might be DLC that you're That's missing. draw too. Yeah, it's, um, it's missing, like, one piece of DLC from one game that we talked about yeah. on the show is literally lost to time, like, the source code's gone. But other than oh, that, it's, I'm it's kind there. of excited about it because, and I, I think every time I say this, it horrifies Chris Anu that, uh, I never finished this trilogy. I got about halfway through Mass what? Effect 2 and then got distracted by work stuff. You missed the Terminator fight. You get to fight a giant T2. Yeah, so I'm going to start it over. I'm going to start it over, and maybe this time I'll finish it. We'll see. 
Oh yeah, fun fact, I also did not finish 3. Oh, really? uh, because 3 had a bug in it for PC. Mm. I played I played I played them I, re- I redid them all through PC. And in 3, uh there was a bug that basically reset your character back yeah. to level 1 oh, fuck. halfway th- halfway through the game. Oh, so no. this is my character I had transferred from 1 and 2. So I had all those levels back to level 1. I literally said, "Oh, mm. fuck this." And was done. Uh, yep. Did you? Did you? Yeah, were you a fan of the multiplayer in three? Oh, I don't. I've never touched any of that multiplayer. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't multiplayer. do multiplayer. <laughs> it was awesome. I don't play. But no. But um, I do know people like so. Kayla, Dylan, like people are my podcast. I'm trying to remember. Like, like I was playing. Uh, what was it? Outriders. And like that is just Mass Effect yeah. 3's multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And I saw PC Gamer had a fucking uh, Wes. Our buddy Wes had written up like, yeah, Mass Effect three kind of quietly introduced loot boxes. And the world didn't care that much yeah. back then. But that's not included with this release, but there is a rumor that it might be a post Oh, it's, not in, it's not in this at all? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I could it see that. That would probably add a bigger price tag. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would it would make it a lot harder to port over. If you have to think yeah. of, like, multiplayer yeah, people playing a, like a legacy that, game, like, like supporting totally servers and crossplay, God, I, I, I don't blame them for not putting it there. Right. It's weird that it also came out of a time when multiplayer was seen as a way to retain mm-hmm. players. It's mm-hmm. like right. we want them to hang on to their uh, their copy so that people can't just go buy it used. Yeah, that was a cynical yeah. EA measure, but it, it, Mass Effect 3's multiplayer is great. Yeah, it was, right a, it was a a lot of people were very fond of that multiplayer. I also think it's like the thing that people want to do in Mass Effect 2. You could play as other races. Like, mm. look, I love being a human in those games, but man, it would be really yeah, cool yeah. to play as a Torian or play as like. A Krogan. Really like, want to try so out that alien vagina? That give me, a, give me, just give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant mine, not someone else's. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely would. Rec- like I said, if you if you are a fan of Mass Effect or if you've never played Mass Effect, absolutely recommend it. Yeah. Sixty dollars, it's definitely worth it. For it, it was bucks. a cultural phenomenon for a reason. Like it, yeah. it yeah. dominated the industry, it, which is what makes it even weirder that after Andromeda, like I know there's one coming, but it feels like. Yeah, We've it, been feels, missing it feels bizarre they let the ball drop on Andromeda that hard. Because, like, how do you kill something yeah. that was this big in the games industry? One of the biggest yeah. brands in gaming just, just fucking... Andromeda's did. fine. Now, to I, be I think fair... It, it, it got fine. It got fine over the period of two years. <laughs> to, to be fair, in balance, I to played Andromeda fair. after playing Anthem, uh, which is a okay. bad game for bad yeah. people. With great Similar, flying. A lot of jetpacking. It's <laughs> great flying. So, if... You want to, like, if you want to understand that Andromeda is okay, play Anthem. No. A bad game for bad people. No, if you think jail's bad, <laughs> try prison. <laughs> no. Isn't Andromeda mostly, it's like the Dragon Age Inquisition engine. Like, it, it has a yeah. similar control and feel. Like, it's, yeah. I think it's, I think it's yeah. Frostbite. I think it's Frostbite. The bane oh, of my existence, gosh. if... Oh, if I could burn a system to the ground, it would be phosphorus. I've lost a lot of, I'm in a Madden league. I've lost three, I've lost three games basically to field goals because the frostbite system sucks ass and I hate it. If okay. I burn it down, I would. Oh. All right. TL, you played a game that none of us played or had even heard of before you mentioned it. What is Aerial Knights Never Yield? Uh, Aerial Knights Never Yield is a, um, it's a runner. Uh, I guess that's the best way of, of saying that. Um, it is made by a single person, Neil Jones, who goes by Errol Knight on the internet. Um, and yeah, it's a really like cool, like, 
uh, retro, like, retro future, uh, like, uh, runner. It's, like, based off of, like, a cyberpunk, um, like, cyberpunk Detroit. Um, yeah, Tokyo has, style Detroit, I think, is what the, uh, the yeah copies. Okay. Yeah, uh, it 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 very much like is very reminiscent of stuff like Bitchet Runner, um, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Um, okay. uh, the music in it is so good. If you liked, <laughs> if you like like bebop music or like like if you like the music from like Cowboy Bebop or like Samurai Champloo, you will love the music in this game because it's mm. very reminiscent to that. Like, really, really fun music. Uh, it's not a long game, but it's like 10 bucks. It's like 10 bucks on, it's on Steam, PS5, uh, Switch. It's, it's, uh, it's a really cool game, uh, black developer. So, you know, if you want to get a chance to check out something that you may not have heard, heard about, um, uh, again, Aerial Knights Never Yield. It's really, really fun. And it's a really easy, like, even like you're a trophy guy. I like the idea of a $10 game that's oh, not sure. going to last oh, me really? like a billion years, so I'm in. It is, yeah, nope, yeah it is in and out. I'm in. Uh, Teal, I don't know if you play these, but I feel like you're the kind of, you're the audience for these Famicom Detective Club games. Did you play either of those? Not out? yet. You're absolutely right to ask me this. Did you, because do you I have seventy dollars in like a billion years of free time? <laughs> that's, that's the that's the point. That's my barrier right now. It's like I don't have seventy dollars. Well, for other reasons, is it, but is I don't it have like a deal where they're like forty dollars each, and then if you buy them together, it's seventy dollars. I think that's the case. I think they're like forty bucks, like some Fire Emblem like, shit. Like, man, like, yeah. like that's like. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started. Okay, so Nintendo. This is. I mean, I don't know if this is in the thing, but they announced their new list of the SNES mm-hmm. games and. Fire Emblem, Genealogy of the Holy War, one of the games we never got, one of the games that is the basis of all the breeding stuff that people have been doing Fire Emblem with, is stuck on uh, the Japanese eShop. And what did we get? Joe and Mac! We got... <laughs> yeah! Joe and Mac! It's a launch game from the Super Nintendo. It was it felt empty without it. Why do they keep punching me in the face? What did I do? I'm never getting. Look, I'm never getting Mother Three. I'm. 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 I'm It's a little. It's a little weird, but I I did see that with this release this Thursday, your thirty dollar a year uh, Switch Online pass will get you a hundred over a hundred games now. You yes? Did they increase it to thirty? It was twenty when I started subscribing. Uh, I think the, I the introductory was like twenty bucks. Yeah, but it is it's thirty. It's but it's like thirty five for like I I got the family because like my roommate also uses a switch. It's like I'll just get this family one, and it's like thirty five. I know bucks for, for a couple accounts. people that I know, it's like uh, Game Pass. I can't justify it to the old wife, and I don't play a lot of new games. And like, well, this is old games, and it's it's two months of Game Pass, and you get a hundred pretty playable uh, Super Nintendo games with save states. Neat. Yeah. By the way, con- confirmed. It's still twenty bucks for individuals, but TL's right. It's thirty five for family. When you get that, yeah, you get those eight yeah, Nintendo but accounts. Again, yeah, yes, good, good games. Game. There, there are some good games on there. But there's also a, f- a lot of fucking shit games on the American eShop. It is uh, an American shop. It is. It I should say I have a lot of friends who refuse to learn how to time. emulate things. And yes, you will not need this at all because it's <laughs> no better than that. And I, yeah. I'm not saying you should emu- you should always emulate games, but like I. These are all the games I learned to emulate when emulators came out 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> you, you know what I bet they're doing? They're biding their time. When people are about to churn out of that subscription, they're going to be like, by the way, we got N64 games. 
And then uh, next probably. time that happens, they'll be like, by the way, we added some GameCube games. Like, they'll just right. add these old games that they're, they're just sitting on. They're not making any money on those games. Go ahead and release Buck Bumble. I know you want to. Nintendo. Bump to the biggity face. Put that biggity Buck Bumble, Bumble out there. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, the Famicom games, I've been very interested in them. I just don't have $70 to, to buy them. And I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy both. Um, and there's other games that are coming out, but I I'm absolutely am looking forward to giving them a shot. I played a game today that none of you have played. Did you? I what did. I sent you a video of it, so oh, I yeah. tricked you into caring just now. Did you play it on the Island of Misfit Toys? I did. I'm a Charlie in the box. <laughs> I played it there. No, I'm Edwin, and I stole my friend's Attack from Mars virtual oh, pinball. Oh yeah, we're stuck on the ceiling with you. We keep laughing. About uh, it. yeah, my friend. I I just love the story in general that my my buddy bought one of Arcade One Up's virtual pinball machines and doesn't know how to break it to his girlfriend that he spent the money on that while they're moving in together. So he Oops. we set it up at my house and it's going to stay here for a while. And then he's just going to move a bunch of his stuff in and pretend he had it all along <laughs> instead of that he just paid $600 for it. Always, so, always the start of yeah. a good, open, successful relationship. Uh, you know, Found it all in a lie. I'm not saying who this is, but yeah, she fucking sucks. But <laughs> she's the worst. I'm not saying who is. Literally Fuck the worst. Her. Like, like if, if if I was still doing bonus time regularly, there would have been two weeks where I complained about her alone. She like she is the worst. I would. Li- I hope she gets arrested. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. But it also means I get a free virtual pinball machine in my house for like uh, maybe up to a month. And congratulations. Uh, I love the sound of it. It is a 720. P display, which seems a little. Why wow. would you do that? That's that's a low res for that. Size. Yeah, just because yeah. I played those games in higher res on current systems, you can play that in 1080p on Switch now. So, uh, but uh, these games, yeah. literally. But it is the haptic feedback and the feel of standing over the glass a machine, a which table, I'm going. Yeah. I, if I, it was mine, I would replace. Uh, but most people are ripping out the plexiglass and putting in tempered glass because it looks it it does warp the screen through the pe- plexiglass a little bit. Oh, um, sure. But you can get a a, a sheet of ple- a re- tempered glass for like thirty bucks, cut for the exactly for the machine. It's really neat, and it, uh, the haptic feedback though is the coolest thing in the world. Little vibrations that kick your hands in the plunger when it hits stuff on the pinball table. Um, That's neat, and, and I'm I'm assuming it has tilt. Tilt sensors. I if you hit it too. I hard. literally came downstairs to edit a thing before we started, so I haven't. I haven't. I've only used it for like 30, 40 minutes. I'm gonna go, use it. Go right punch after it. This. Go punch it real quick, and then come back. Okay, I will. I will. Like, <laughs> and then, uh, and and I, yeah, just to lead into the news, it looks like there's a bunch of. Did you not? Did I send you guys that the new arcade one ups that were leaked? No. Uh, a fourth Street Fighter cab. This one's blue. I. <laughs> who? Who cares? Well, here, here, how about this? Michael, I don't think we have anything else to say about any of the other games on our list. Play the sound, Michael. Here we go. News. Take it away, Chris. Uh, it was leaked the Simpsons arcade and adding oh, legitimacy nice. to it. Was in the middle of a four panel control blue, like bright blue with yellow trim, uh, T molding is a trackball, which I'm the, I, the people I've showed it to, like, Oh, is that for Simpsons bowling? I'm like, huh? Oh, 
Uh, yeah, I guess. But so Simpsons yes, Bowling yes. would be on it too. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it's another Konami Simpsons game. Really? Well, yeah, I remember so, it from uh, back in the day. Yeah. So didn't didn't they do a Simpsons arcade cabinet before? Like arcade one up or no? no. They did a, a turtles with two. They did a turtles, turtles. Okay. yeah. So yeah, far, turtles. So we knew the four player was possible. But yeah. yeah. So, but but like the Simpsons, I, I never really wanted to own. I, I think I've wanted to own like four arcade games, and that is that was way up there. And this is too broad a topic to talk about, but I would love to do it with you guys at some point. If you haven't read the articles about how the pandemic really fucked up the retro game market. Depends on who you ask, right? Some people love what it did because they're selling yeah, their like, shit. Well, for... I mean, like I have some stuff in my house that, yeah, is now worth a little more, but the things I actually want are now completely unobtainable. You've lost the, the direct consumer route, right? Like yeah. the, the retro games market would be you going somewhere to go see it. I, I used to have a couple retro shops. Yeah. I would go visit here. And then there's a literal pandemic. So you can't go. Like you said, yep. the thing is like the people who had the money to, to get it would get it. Like I kicked no, myself. I, I, I was talking to the guy in my local game store and it was just like people weren't coming in, but more than ever, people had enough time to re-experience their childhood and like go back and play things from like the fucking GameCube or Nintendo 64 than ever and wanted to do it the right way. And like prices exponentially started going up throughout the pandemic and it seems unlikely they'll ever go down and just as an example for the simpsons arcade get uh, dave and i have always like oh that'd be really cool and like th- four years ago we're like ah, i don't know 600 bucks and we watched it go up to 800 average and then to 1500 and then to 1800 and then to well over 2000 in like four years and now it's like the simpsons arcade game is totally unobtainable it was the last time dave and i were like living next to one another it was the price of a PS5. Now it is it is in the realm of like three grand and I can't justify this at all. That's always been my thing with the retro game market is just like, you know, I'm glad, dude, no knock against you for collecting all those arcade machines and stuff like that. But for me, oh, I'm no, like, yeah, I only have one real arcade machine, but like, I just want to think, I just want to think I have a trackball one. I have a stick one and a flight driving one, like just so yeah. it feels right. But my point is like for the, for the money. Even if you're only talking two, three hundred dollars, I'm like, I'd rather, I'd rather spend that on like a, one of the new consoles and, and play new games just because I kind of know myself and how, how long I typically play retro games, which is like a couple minutes. And then I go, Oh, that was fun. I'm done. You Dave know, and I, I right away. now currently are locked in a tapper battle. Yes. So Dave, I play yeah, this thing Dave, almost every day. He's got the Mortal Kombat one, right? It's... Me, Dave, Chris Baker. We're talking, we're all up in this shit and you guys don't give a fuck. Nope. And and by the way, I should say, uh, take my advice. Uh, your your WalMarts are putting the Pac-Man 40th and Miss Pac-Man's and NBA Jams on massive clearance as of mm-hmm. next week, so you can get things as low as fifty to one hundred dollars. I've never paid full price for one of these things in my life. We get it. You have your hack about stealing those things. No, that happens. <laughs> Shut up. You listen to the show, and I've talked to you personally about this. I'm saying like 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 a holiday that happens again next week at every Walmart in the country. So yeah, take my advice, do what I say. Go get a $50 arcade cabinet. Jerk. We get it, TL. <laughs> you talk about the retro aftermarket being crazy and prices yeah. inflated. Uh, one place you buy things is on eBay, mm-hmm. who, as of July, will no longer be selling AO games. That so, doesn't make any uh, sense, man. No, I, I don't, I don't understand this at all. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's, this is all coming – like, this is all, like, 
people being like the weird I gotta hate like using like the puritanical talk or being like the shitty like this is a censorship thing but like it's like this is the same thing like when people were trying to do like in the Apple case when they were saying about itch 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 has all these sex games and everybody wants to run away from the sex games it's like like dude who gives a fuck like honestly who cares it makes no sense uh, just because like every time you think this country re- I'm gonna say it like this Hey, the country's getting a little cooler. Not mm-hmm. towards sex or in sex nope. workers. Never. Yeah. No. It is always well, getting it's, less it's cool. It's not just games like, that are affected. It's it's includes it's anime. Yeah. Well, they have a new policy. There's DVDs, movies, magazines, yes. domain names. No, no, names. It's, 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 I, don't, it's, I don't understand the rationale behind this. Like, can kids get PayPal accounts now? Like, who is this protecting? And I've, I've dated conservative women with kids who will show them all forms of violence, but like, sex is like completely off limits. I think it doesn't what make it any is, sense. My guess is eBay doesn't have or doesn't want to implement technology to make you log in and prove your age when yeah, you're browsing it listings. That. It is that. It's a, it's about it's about authorizing mass transactions for sex right. stuff they don't know of the age of the people right. uh buying or involved in the making of it which needs to, yeah, leads to a black market of awfulness. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, again again though my my point is like for for decades now like we've accepted like porn sites that advertise themselves as free are still like give us a credit card number to verify your age that we can bill later uh but like kids can't get credit cards How, are they give us your PayPal social security accounts? number we'll, we'll let you into the pinterest of fucking what i'm afraid of i don't know who, i don't know who gets in but what i'm afraid of is like you guys said as soon as these things become more of a like more of like a back room of like Okay, you have to go through these places to find it. Like that's when the more awful shit is going to be mm-hmm. more that's readily available. That's that's, that's and, when the exploiters come in and like the non corporate yeah. ones, the really shitty trafficky people. So eBay's official statement it was so weird because they were quoted as saying, We want to make adult items available to those who want to purchase them and can do so legally while preventing those who do not wish to view or purchase from easily accessing them. They didn't say how those people would purchase those things. So, like you guys was said, was this it's a like, fucking problem? Was anybody complaining about this? Well, okay, but here, here's why. For games, at least, I think it's a non-issue. eBay only traffics in physical yeah. goods, right? We're not. Mm-hmm. How many physical AO games actually yeah. exist? Like on a well, on a disc, not many. But this, not many, this did right? become a black yeah. market for modded games, things you would get. On, on a normal black market in, in, in Asian countries in Brazil. I mean, if you want anime porn games, they're on Steam. Like, I'm guessing most people are buying. Yeah, they're they're on games. Steam. They're they're easily pirated. Yeah, I think I think TL does a voice uh, in a couple of them. Try and figure out which one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Do you really? I play I play horny milf in the milf yeah. series. Nice. He is in his contract. Wow. Only plays nice. Solarians. But, <laughs> but like, there are almost no AO games because the companies that make them don't usually yeah. submit them for ESRB certification this, in the first place. This is a uniquely American hang-up, and I'm fucking tired of it. And I don't even want this, by the way. Yeah, I don't either. I'm I'm more concerned about the, like, people who live in, like, what was, was that guy living in, like, the, the church with, like, the massive basement, and it was just, like, wall-to-wall yeah. crates of porn DVDs that he was selling on yeah, eBay? that was the, one of the best games of last year. And it, yeah, it, people it like that a, are going to be ruined. It was by just a 3D Zillow account. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's go oh, yeah, through this gigantic listing. house oh, in God. Kentucky. Yeah. 
that was, was so actually great. a Every room church. just got better and worse at the same this time. This room has it's Jar's like, Hartnett TVs. This room has all fisting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to buy your AO games, uh, do so before July 15th because they will no longer be available on and, eBay. And join me as we stream them all one last time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride my mixer account into the sunset and stream all these. I, I'm just games. trying to figure out how to do a George Washington coming home joke with that, like mm. one last ride. Get it? Because sure, Hamilton. sure, okay. I just want to say, for the record, I have never bought anything pornographic on eBay, largely because I don't want the people selling that to know where I live. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I think the dumbest thing I bought on eBay was soda. Mm. I bought a very specific soda. Would you eBay. buy like Surge or some shit before? No, it, came it was back? it's a um, it's Bark. So Bark's the root beer company. They have a red cream soda. It's a root beer with bite. Original. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a, a red cream soda that I ordered uh, and paid way too much money. That I will not say how much for twenty four packs of, for twenty four pack of soda. Hot tip to y'all. Cracker Barrel is your friend. All right, so check out this segue. So, so Chris, you are a collector. People might not know this. You collect Pinocchio. I, I collect stuff, right? Home so, video versions of Disney's Pinocchio. So you might, you might, you might have been using eBay right. to purchase. And those. a couple, a couple of friends and listeners have like expanded it into like I have every version of Pinocchio, any Pinocchio game I have. I even had Pinocchio's Fearless Pinocchio, the one button fighting game, in my garage for like eight months. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, well, so. So you have another thing to look forward to because this was just announced as we're recording this. Lies of P, which sounds like a Tenacious D album, uh, is a next-gen Souls-like based in the universe of Pinocchio. What the hell is this game? It's It sounds like someone who wanted to build a Souls-like game with an interesting cachet. And Pinocchio is a, a really dark fucking game or a dark, dark story. The, the, like the yeah, original yeah. story, absolutely. Well, yes. even that Disney movie is dark. Oh, that movie terrified me as a kid. The I, donkey I never scene? thought the original story was that particularly dark. It's 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 a weird comic thing, like you know. Yes, it, it's like a it was like a weekly comic. Yeah, and it's really just like this this mischievous anarchic character who has no idea how to behave. But you know, but when you when you when you imagine those things coming off the page, even like the characters of like Honest John and Gideon, like that's terrifying. On your first mm-hmm. day to school, a, a bamboozling fox will come and steal, like, steal you and sell you into slavery. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Isn't that Mel Blanc's first? Uh, That's Mel Blanc's Disney? only Disney performance. Only the Disney hiccup is Gideon. Is Gideon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is Round 8 Studio, uh, with NeoWiz are publishing it. Um, mm-hmm. they describe the gameplay as having a unique lie system where what you do and say as the main character dynamically affects gameplay. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's just your nose is going to grow and you'll be able to use it as War a... Specter. War Specter. I know. I know they said like a, a unique lie thing. Like, what unique lie thing does Pinocchio already have, you morons? We know exactly what this is going to be. <laughs> we know what happens. Yeah. And then it's like, and you'll be surprised who the narrator is. Like, no, we won't. It's Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> this reminds it's me, a- I didn't show you. Yet. There was a mod, of course, for Resident Evil Village that the more you look at Lady Dumitrescu... That her hat grows? grows? <laughs> oh, so <laughs> good. So Wait, the, her what so grows? Her, her hat. Oh, her hat. Well, that's weird. So, so by the end of the video, <laughs> the hat is like the width of the castle. <laughs> She's so good. Oh, but I'm, I'm more excited. Like, you died, Pinocchio. 
<laughs> if the Don Knotts, Don Knotts. If that, it's not Don. That Don Knotts is Don doing Knotts, the Jiminy yeah. Cricket voice actor. No, I know. I I told you earlier today. It's Eddie Eddie something is the, the actor who did the original Jiminy Cricket in yeah, Disney, but right? That don't beat all. You just prestige Pinocchio. That's a fat <laughs> roll. Try taking off some armor, Pinocchio. I will. I'm not gonna lie. I would like to fight that marionette dude, like the marionette. Stromboli, like, the quite possibly the most evil Italian who ever existed, uh, and wasn't you know didn't take office for himself. <laughs> yeah, it's that movie. The more I think about it, it's just like man, what a what a movie. It's just like terrible shit happens. He's just like I, I'm just going to go it. Oh, we're all going to go to this island and smoke cigars. We're twelve, and then, and then I'm going I'm to go. die in the end. And what what I love is like now that our screens are bigger, when they're driving all those kidnapped children. To uh, Pleasure Island. Ugh, even the name <laughs> of it makes me cringe. Uh, they didn't want to animate all the boys' faces, so it's all them facing full front with two dots for eyes and their mouths like sex doll faces bobbling back and forth against one another. When you can, I'd never, I've seen that movie a thousand times. I've never seen that before until I had a TV over 40 inches. Dude, and it fine. looks, it looks grotesque. Everything about it is terrifying. It's my oh, favorite man. Disney movie. Didn't, didn't Disney, in, in Florida, don't they have a theme park that's Pleasure, uh, Pleasure Island, right? They did, but it's, it's gone now. Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was yeah. free. It was like a free nightclub area in It was like downtown Commerce. Disney, sort of. It was in downtown like, Disney, the, yeah. the worst place in Orlando. <laughs> yes. yes. If you're going to go, look. If you're going to go to a theme park, you're going to go to City Walk, baby. If you're downtown, if you're if you're in downtown Disney and you're just you're enjoying yourself, congratulations. You're white trash. <laughs> it is. It, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably drinking something out of a yard. Yeah. Is my guess. Yes, this is. That yes, that is a full size stormtrooper. Yes. And yes, this is a Bennigan's. And yes, you just bounced a check to pay for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe you wouldn't have to bounce a check. If you use Sony's new patented digital betting system. What? So this came out in 2019. They, they filed a patent in 2019, but the news just came out. Um, it's a system that you can uh, you can bet digital items or Bitcoin um, or physical uh, I'm currency. I'm only interested if they accept Dogecoin. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which Chris sold way too early. Now, apparently. look, I've oh, never said anything about that, and I would like to point this out right. We did a couple ads for Robinhood back in the day, and Robinhood, for doing multiple ads for them, were generous enough to provide me with $10 of investment power. <laughs> and a buddy said, put that all in Dogecoin. In the first time in my life, I made almost 10 times my investment. $90. Can't <laughs> wait to see what that's like after tax. And and then I and then yeah. I cashed out and then like, fuck it, I'll buy more. This is why I don't want to deal with this. Like I bought more fucking crypto which uh, at the behest of people I barely like. Uh and and now I, I watch these things crater all day and like Get a real job. This sucks. <laughs> Buy retro games. It's much more stable market. Here's um, my here's my stance on here's my stance on crypto. It is there is no gold standard to it. It's all it's fake all money. dumb. You're learning this it's all mistake. dumb, and it's I want just, out so I mean, bad. By the way, so is the stock market. It's and all so yeah. the stock market. Exactly. It's all it's all it's all bullshit based on what someone says, and yes. you all fall for it. It's, it's yeah. The a, problem with crypto is it's one dude saying it with Elon Musk. It's like at least with the stock market, it's many people saying yeah. that. Yeah. So, so tell us more about this betting system. You guys don't want to bet on the stock market. What about if I told you you could bet on esports? Would you be interested? No. 
<laughs> okay, that's what I was waiting to hear. I, but yeah, yeah uh, so remember, Sony did buy Evo. They did. Right. Mm. So you it might connect sense, the dots though. and be like, they're basically putting in a system where you can place bets on the results of of fighting game How? matches. I I don't know that Sony ever would do this. Like this would be very off brand for. I, I just think, yeah, especially like, like yeah. implementing it during even um, the mild end of a pandemic, because once you put money into this, you remember what when that happened to real sports? Basically, we got wrestling, <laughs> professional wrestling. Sure. I well, mean, yeah, people figured yeah. out how to game it. And, yeah, you game it. Which which good for professional wrestling, but a lot of people lost a lot of money once people started to learn how to gamble on uh, competitive events. And as I think we've seen, like a lot of these professional esports players are like 17 and three quarters years old and have no restraint or like are very yeah. susceptible to evil. And well, I, I would say, I mean, wagering's already happening yes. on esports. Well, it, so it is. It is. The, the, Sony. The, the thing that you, the thing that you would want to, that you would worry about with, was like, putting money into like betting for esports is like how do you quantify like what it is right like it's so easy like with sports like with sports when they were coming in it's easy to get your Jimmy the Greeks or like guys who are able to look at these sports and say okay well here's where the line is and here's where you make money at because it's such an easier thing to quantify with esports it's not because it's not a regional or a small league it is millions of people you know you can't like Obviously, there's your Daigos, there's your, you know, there's your people that you know, but like, you don't know, if, you don't know if there's someone who's going to come in is going to be like this hot upstart that no one saw coming, mm-hmm. especially like in a year where we basically had dailies that were running through the internet for the last year, which are not going to be what Evo is, is like that competition is not going to be what Evo's actually going to be because you're going to not have that lag factor that you may have had mm-hmm. online. So people's right. game is going to be differently. So how do you even quantify what betting on esports is? Mm-hmm. I mean, you already have too with fighting games. Salty bets is a thing. Right. So there's already right. kind of this underground betting system. But like salty bets is like no money and it's a Mugen that like. Well, my understanding though is at Evo, there's all these like side bets that happen in hotel rooms where it's just like the, the actual dudes, like the pros will go and be like, yeah, I'll play against this other pro for money. And, and they, that's where there's actual betting that occurs. Um, the interesting thing about this patent, Sony, like in the language for the patent, it says it's uh, Sony's PlayStation console as well as consoles made by Microsoft and Nintendo. So they're like covering all bases. If you want to bet on esports and you can afford to do it, do it. One, that also means you can afford to contribute to patreon.com slash laser. Boom. There it is. <laughs> uh, but, but I also don't recommend it just because, like, this is a fool's errand. It's yep. wish-making. Uh, it'll take your money from you in the long run. And there is something about a company a, the size of Sony getting in on it that really creeps me out. Because they wouldn't get in on it if it was like, yeah, this is fair. <laughs> this <laughs> might make us a profit. No, no they'll be people get in on it because we're going to make money hand over fist yes. from this. Sure. We're gonna, well, we will make cut. money yeah, from they'd... this any way we can, and we have a whole team dedicated to it. Ew, it's fucking weird to think about. Yep. Also, NFTs mm. suck shit, and Bitcoin is awful. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I was a proud owner of $40 in Dogecoin. <laughs> 
I mean, to be fair to Sony, like people file patents all the time that never come to sure. fruition or they don't mm-hmm. become actual products on the market. This could just be them covering their bases and being like, yeah, no, no, but, but you have to remember Sony, Sony at one point was a software company anyway. So it, it, it could have been facilitating software for Vegas companies and we didn't even know yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Sony also software. makes Sony Vegas. So who remembers that? Uh, the video editing suite. You're not even okay. laughing because you don't even know what it oh, is. Oh, yeah, no, sure. I do know what it is because I've been editing on that, Christopher. So Still? Not make fun of In it. Yeah. 2021? Because it's it's a lot less expensive than spending $50 a month for Adobe. <laughs> I know this because I no longer do. <laughs> Sorry, Laser Timers. Looking forward to vi- videos. This yeah. month it's, all, it's over. So, yeah. So, look forward to betting on Sony stuff. Maybe you can place a bet. On which dormant Sega franchise will return? Because on a shareholder call, uh, they presented a couple slides. Sega Sammy was presenting a couple slides. And one of the slides in particular was really focused on the IP they hold that they're currently not utilizing. And it was very interesting when you look at the, the slide, the way it breaks down. And I have it here in the notes for you guys to see. Um, there's a, all their active IPs on the left side, right? So you got Fantasy Star, Sonic, Total War, Football Manager, Ryu Gagatoku, or Yakuza as we know it, uh, Persona, Megami Tensai, etc. So that is all active. But think of all the inactive Sega IP. There's Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Space Channel 5, yeah, Rez, All Pounds the things you think of when you think Sega. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sonic. Streets of Rage. Oh, actually, that's where they put Streets of Rage because Streets of Rage Four was yeah. fairly. Yeah, but, but they that, didn't make but it. But that's like they don't. Yeah, they didn't. Make, that's .emu. So Altered Beast, Shinobi, Virtua Fighter. There's all these inactive IP, and so this slide is basically like, hey, so we can active. remaster some of these. We can remake. We can reboot. Like we they're could, saying. Excuse me. Excuse me, Matt. We could remaster or remake from the gr- <laughs> reboot. <laughs> no from one their wants grave. Altered Beast in 2021. Damn yeah. it. Uh, you don't understand, TL. This guy turns into three things. One thing, a guy. Second thing, a slightly bigger guy. Fourth thing, the guy you want to play as. Chris, Alter. would you say that Altered Beast might why from the glade? This is the joke I was trying to make the entire yeah. time. Yes, I would. Yeah. But, no but also, no, that. because I worked at one of these Japanese companies, and I've also been in meetings where... uh uh, a new, well-meaning dipshit brings in one of these slides, and everyone rolls their eyes. <laughs> and no, I have no, this, a is, feeling... this is on a financial call. Like this is serious. I, like I'm shareholders. Sure, I, I don't think so. I don't think anything will become of this. Uh, but but I want it to yeah. desperately. Like I said, but... I'm getting my Jet Set Radio this year, so I don't, I don't care. That would be the only thing I would have cared about. But I'm getting that. So I I, don't I think care. something will come of this because right now that's how a lot of Japanese companies are making money. Is they're saying, you know what? And I'm, I'm not, not talking about commenting on Japanese companies. I'm commenting on Sega. Sega is a giant, disastrous company who can't spend less than $8 million on any game that it makes. And therefore, it has to be one of these properties, not one of these properties people under 30 have never heard of. Do you know how much low-hanging fruit there is just even in remasters of some of these games? I'm not games? sure. Uh, maybe not of these. These have been out of the, the, the limelight too long. And they're, they're, most of them are available yeah. uh, up-resed. Or like I, I played Jet Set Radio recently on a next gen well, system. Yeah. It, looks, it looks, still good. looks good. Yeah, it looks it, good. It, it, it looks good. It, it, it wasn't remastered, but it was like there was something. It went through a, a nice filter. Right. I, I, yeah. I I don't think people should get their hopes up about this, but I, I do think we should speculate to high heaven. I don't yes. know, like. Yes. Didn't Balin Wonderland this year tell us that we don't want another Knights? You, ru- you like, ruined my. Like, you ruined what I want. IP. 
I mean, that was nothing like Knights, yeah. except yeah, it's except a totally stylistically. If anything, Balin Wonderland told them, don't do that. Well, actually, that was Square anyway, but it's like, hey, yeah. don't do something new. Go do the shit. Do the hits. Do the classics. Yeah, that's part Play of what I think works, uh, someone's you know? like, we have this Knights property that's that people love. We should do it again. And like some idiot in the money department will point to Balin Wonderland, Wonder World, and be like, no. And and then like everyone will listen to that guy. I assure you, uh, and and it'll it'll happen with every one of these spiritual successors to Jet Set Radio and Res and the game's gonna uh, rule. Don't don't you put that evil. I don't want. I don't want to. It's just like uh, I'm, I'm I'm too old to hope anymore. It's all about uh, Republican realism. <laughs> You'll be disappointed forever. Might as well start hating your fellow man. Here's something then that you might not look forward to, but I'm intrigued hmm. by, and it's coming in. T- they, they, so another slide mentioned a thing coming in 2026. They're calling it a super game. The creation of a super game. Which what is that? It seems, I don't know what that means, but I'm so excited. It seems like a presentation <laughs> at like the end of a John Ritter movie, and he's been dead for like 20 years. It's probably something like this is the game that will have 1 billion players. What is that hack? What is that video game development movie that's coming out? The one that looks really fucking stupid. Free guy. Uh, with Sean Austin in it. Grandma's boy too. <laughs> there there was a new Grandma's this, boy animated with, clip this week, so don't joke. Is this movie <laughs> no. with Sean Austin? Sean uh, Sean Austin with uh, fucking Aston. Samwise and shit. Samwise game. Yeah, sure. Where like this kid? It's like this seventeen-year-old kid whose like parents are like these game devs. And they're like, we can't never make this game. And he's like, well, you just do this code. And he fixes all the bugs in a day. And they're like, he's the whiz kid of gaming. And like, this is what he's that He's like, it only takes of. a couple weeks to implement net code. Come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Uh, it's a water's life story. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, here's what I hope the super game means is think of like a, PlayStation All Stars, like take all of Sega's characters and throw them in a thing, if, and you have. They, they did that. Anything. It was called like Sega Gogo or some bullshit. It's, it was called Sega Sonic Gogo. and Sega's All Star Racing. Uh, that's the most All Star thing. I'm not kidding. That's the most All Star yeah. thing they've ever had. The fucking Bonanza Brothers were in that shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and I and I hate those guys, and I'm a big <laughs> Sega fan. Uh, I hope they mean that because if they mean anything else, that person should be fired. Uh, we're gonna invent a genre that's gonna be so big. <laughs> you, you. I assure you, Sega doesn't have that. Yeah, it's it's weird though that so like on that side they're talking about like how hard it is to develop new IP, and they mention like the stuff that their European studio, which is Creative Assembly, is working on. But then they're like, yeah, we want to utilize our IP assets, and it's going to take them three to five years to create the super game. The super game. What do people want to play? The the game is already making it. We don't even know. But <laughs> the time the game is out, it'll already made itself. What the game? You can, the super game is so super because <laughs> it targets your other games in your library. Yeah. It systematically destroys them until it's the best one left. Super game. You're gonna want the super game. It's <laughs> you're gonna want the super game, Pinocchio. It's <laughs> in Germany we call it the Uber game. It's got the most tobacco in it and everything. You can play the most pool in the super game, Pinocchio. I don't know, Jiminy. That's all the news that's fit to play. <laughs> all right. That don't beat all. Let's move on to the community segment, which is always is segmenting, segmenting our, community. our community. Last week's question of the week. Uh, do you have a random tie to fame? A friend or family member who's famous or yes. infamous for something, maybe. Tell us about it slash them. I didn't have a good answer for this last week. I do now. I've thought of a couple things. I think uh, 
something like my fourth or fifth cousin, like going back a few generations, was Lou Wallace, who wrote Ben Hur. And uh, also, uh, I had a the, the movie friend. that won the most Oscars until Titanic. Yes, well, the book that it was based on. Oh. Um, I also had a friend in college who uh, grew up to be a syndicated newspaper cartoonist, writing a strip called Phoebe and Her Unicorn. Is uh, that why you sent that to me? That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dana mm-hmm. Dana Simpson was uh, was a college friend. We worked at the school awesome. newspaper together, so it was. Really cool to see her succeed on that level. Um, but anyway, TL, you weren't here last week. Do you do you have a connection here? Well, which one do you guys want? Um, do you want the what's a generational wide receiver talent? That is my second cousin, Julio Jones. Quintaris uh, mm. Jones, his real name. Um, Can someone I'll, Google this to make sure it's real? I don't want him to lie in the podcast. No, Julio Jones. Feels like he feels like get away with Quintaris it. Jones. He's from Fully Alabama. He graduated in 2006. That is my second cousin. It's a real person. Um, we can verify this. Julio Jones? Yes, he is one of the... I was not joking. He is a transcendent talent at, at wide receiver. No, I, I can confirm Julio Jones is a real receiver. I'm trying to him. highlight how ignorant I am to sports. That's um, <laughs> let's see. I, I, yeah, because like, it becomes sports. What about third professional wrestler Ice Train, who is my uncle? What about... Um, Ice Train, really? See. That Ice doesn't train, sound yes. real. That yeah, was my question. Uh, I don't think that's that sounds like a that sounds like a no. mid two thousands beer. Ice, Ice Train <laughs> teamed up with Scott Norton. They were tag team Fire and Ice before Scott Norton was in NWO. Oh, wow. Again, uh, and Scott Norton. Somebody Google that. Uh, uh, I think that's the antivirus guy. <laughs> Scott Norton was in fucking over the top, you assholes. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Let's oh boy. see. Uh, so my dad was in the military for a while. Uh, my dad has. Uh, has gotten a lot. No, my dad has gotten a lot of like weird friends. Like has weird friends. Like he's friends with MC Hammer. So what? like, <laughs> like my life is weird. I live a very weird, silly life where I know a lot of people. Wow, I forgot one last week that is more closely tied. It's it's a familial bond versus just a friend. So my cousin Matt Mayhall is a he's a jazz drummer, but he also just does like stuff with famous musicians like he's toured with amy mann and stuff but the coolest thing i think that he did do you guys remember in the documentary now series blue jean committee yes so yeah. when they did like live shows like on talk shows and stuff matt was in the blue jean committee like he had yes. to wear the funny 70s wig and shit like that and he's been i've seen him on the tonight show a few times at this point like he he's just one of those like touring musicians that's just really good at drums and uh yeah fuck yeah wow. Blue Jean Committee is dope, though. I fucking love that episode. Was that the Talking Heads, uh, the Stop Making Sense parody? No, that was the parody of, like, the typical 70s, like... Yes! Yes! I did see... <laughs> this ends up super rich, and the other one ends up super burnt out. Um, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, I did see that one. It was, it was like, one of the first episodes. It was season that show one is of so good. Goddamn. Oh, yeah. Woo! Mm, it really is. From VigigameApocalypse.com, well, just laser time, says... And this person might uh, be a connection to you, TL. I went to school with MC Hammer's nephew. <laughs> him and I were classmates. I didn't believe him at first, but they did have the same last name. Hammer? Hammer. Mm. <laughs> but he gave me some exclusive info at the time, like when Hammer would be on TV for some interview. The name slash track list of Hammer's next album at the time. And he let me listen to a few tracks. He's going to show up as the funky headhunter on Arsenio. Watch. I do want to say... Um... Because this one is, it's weird. So my stepdad and my aunt actually saw Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff when they were doing community, like, talent shows before oh. 
he became Will Smith. I think I told you this before. Yeah, we were doing like, the my first uh, live by, live <laughs> the pool house. Yeah, because my my stepdad is from West Philadelphia. Oh, like that's literally where he's Stop from. Um, so yeah, so he they knew them before before even the Fresh Prince albums came out. So nice. That's probably the the most famous person, maybe. Nice. Soren seven uh, seventy five fifty says uh, uh, besides being the uh, Laser Times person that gave Mister Antista cookies that one time, they were really good, and I was starving. I was on the floor of New York Comic Con. Just saying. Uh, I met a, a few random ties with the fame. It was an extra in a movie that I think was called The Silent Treatment. The fact that I can't tell you if that's the name of the actual film uh, should tell you all you need to know about it. But also, Dylan Sprouse came to my job years ago uh, looking for dog clothes and to catch up with his buddy that was my co-worker. Who's that? Dylan Sprouse. Dylan Sprouse. Dylan Sprouse. You would know him from the kid from Little... from. Uh, 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 Big Daddy, but he's also he's also Nickel- one of the twins shows. from one oh, of the twins from the Zach Sweet Life Cody, of Zach and Cody. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Uh, I think Dylan's actually. I think Dylan's actually in the Kingdom Hearts. Is either him or his brother plays the not Noctis that they have in Kingdom Hearts? Oh, for, oh yeah, that replaces. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. it when you call it the Kingdom Hearts. It. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts can't be broken. Damn. <laughs> God damn, I feel really good about all those statements. Uh, but my biggest uh, random tie to f- the fame is probably how I'm the one that got the information out there of when Commander Shepard's birthday is. Ooh. To keep it short, I was a big fan of uh, editing fan wikis at the time, and a teaser trailer for Mass Effect 2 came out saying what Shepard's birthday was. But it was written numerically. I asked one of the people working on the game um, on Twitter, hey, does this mean... Does this mean this or this? And they clarified. I got to add the information to the wiki, and now that's a thing in the Mass Effect fandom. Uh, of course, I don't really have a way to prove that this was, <laughs> this is uh, as it was a conversation that happened on Twitter over ten years ago. So that sucks for me. Not no no. You're fine, Soren. Um, I, I love finding information like that. Every once in a while during Laser Time research, because the internet is so fucking lazy and never reads beyond Wikipedia, and we'll do entire YouTube videos and podcasts about shit. You can uncover new information with a book or an old link. It's awesome. Good, well-placed tweet. But on Twitter, at uh, Meowstodon says, Pre-pandemic, I would spend my 9-to-5 workdays catching up on VGA while I made casting molds for miniatures. It was a bizarre feeling when suddenly my mental escape crept into my real world. I had a cartoon spit take when Michael mentioned my workplace, Kingdom Death, and Adam Poots. Wow. Wow! You guys probably don't even remember no, that. No, not that, even a little. thing where, uh, so I, I met that guy at an Atari event where he was like an intern or, or like he, he was, he was fairly new at Atari and he was like yes. distributing this DVD that he made about remember. like, yes, oh, I can okay. save Atari. And it was really weird. And then he like, uh, went on to do Kingdom Death, this like mini, this, this RPG or whatever with miniatures. That are uh, extremely gruesome and sexually explicit. So um, awesome! Thank you for listening, Meowth. Yeah, I, I think I might have I might have cut off the second. He had a second tweet. I think he was saying like Adams his boss or something like. Oh that. wow, so. that's awesome! Yeah, your your products may not be sellable on eBay soon. <laughs> <laughs> good good tie back. I like that. I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so from the official Leisure Time community on Facebook, uh, Mike Eaton says, My brother-in-law is first cousins with Will Arnett, who played Lego Batman. I mean, he played a lot of other things. <laughs> uh, also, my name is one letter off from Batman. No, not Val, uh, Val Miller. Val Milmer. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the great entertainment. I like it. Uh, Val Milmer, the best. Will person. Arnett, I only see nowadays as the voice for Reese's. Not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Reese's. Uh, Vincent Goodwin says, <gasps> My friend married Alan Tudyk's cousin, Chris. Cue it up. That guy's got two dicks. Uh, which he didn't realize until his wife invited him to her cousin Alan's wedding, and the entire cast of Firefly wow. was there. Wow, holy shit. I hope they're wearing brown coats. That, I would have lost my cool. fucking mind at a time where it was really cool to be a fan of Joss Whedon. But... <laughs> yeah. Philip Longette says, I share a surname with a man who married Karl Marx's daughter. I don't have any contact with my father's side of the family, and I'm not interested enough to go about verifying if I am actually a descendant of the father of socialism. I'm happy to just assume that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you never know... Just having seen so much of the uh, um, Handmaid's Tale, you never know when society's going to go to shit, and you're going to want to cut ties with that as soon as you can. <laughs> and, Maybe right, you're related uh, to Groucho Marx. <laughs> uh, now you just said the uh, secret white. All right, for the latest time, community, uh, Andrew Harbour. Harbour? Uh, question of the week. My best friend in high school, and one of the few people I keep in contact with uh, in my time in California, Matt McJenkins... Has been a touring basis for Ashes Divide, Pussifer, a perfect circle, <laughs> 30 seconds to Mars. I think, I think TL just proved all his black <laughs> credentials right there. <laughs> uh, Poppy. I know who Poppy is. I know who Poppy is. That's because of wrestling. And was actually on save at the Batasserian Theater with Eagles of Death Metal. During the 2015 Paris terrorist attacks. <laughs> Your oh, pronunciation dear. of Eagles of Black Metal in a perfect circle like you've never heard of these bands before is wonderful. <laughs> I've never heard of them. Look, I remember that. That was horrifying. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of these bands before. You've never heard I, of the Eagles of Death Metal like you hadn't heard of that Paris incident? Yeah. I mean, I only know about them because of the Paris incident. Oh, I saw them live well before the incident. Yeah, they man. rocked, man. They have, a good, they have a great American Dad episode, and they covered uh, When the River Meets the Sea from Emmett Otter. Nice. I I know Poppy from wrestling, and I that's about it. That's a, about a perfect it. circle is is the Tool spinoff. Tool, everybody, yes. where they've been. And thirty seconds to Mars is Jared Leto's. Band. Oh, it is. I, I yes, you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have a few video responses. First is from Mike Amari, who says, Hey, VGA crew, Mike Amari here with the question of the week. Question of the week, of course, was what interesting or weird connections do you have with famous people or the entertainment industry? Now, being as my question, my answer to the question last week is what kind of kicked this off, uh, because, of course, my uncle was creating Rem Lazar. I'm going to share a story from the other side of my family. We have this story we like to tell every Thanksgiving or every holiday about how Grandpa once kicked the Fonz and Rocky out of the house. Uh, you see, back in 1973-74, there was a low-budget movie called Lords of Flatbush being shot on Flatbush and the surrounding area in Brooklyn. Uh, this is around the area where my father grew up with, you know, my aunt and his parents, and also where we wound up growing up for most of my youth. Uh, 
So now the movie itself was about you know that 1950s nostalgia for being a kid and a teenager that Chris likes to shit on so much uh, because there were so many of them made. Uh, and this movie was no different. It was a coming of age story about a bunch of street toughs, leather jacket wearing punk kids uh, who were coming up in the mean streets of Brooklyn. Uh, and so that means you need leather jackets, you need nice haircuts, and you also need really nice classic cars. Now, if you watch the movie, there's actually only about four or five cars they use in every single scene to make it look like 1958 Brooklyn. Uh, those cars were supplied by the person who was dating my aunt at the time, who would then go on to become my uncle. Hey, he's still the go-to guy to go and get classic cars at a nice price. Uh, he was able to find four or five cars that they use in the entire scene. Which means that they would occasionally have to come to him for the keys. One day, they need to get the keys from him, and he wasn't available, so he left them with my aunt. Uh, she was going out, so she left them at home uh, and basically told her father, hey, make sure you drop these off when guys come looking for them. Um, now, my grandfather was a World War II veteran, army, boots-on-the-ground sort of guy, old-school Italian. Like, he was super proper, super clean-cut. So when two guys looking like the most thugged out 1950s guys you can imagine come knocking on the door and asking hey yo where's window we're coming like asking for his daughter uh he was less than happy and he proceeded to yell and curse and shout and basically scare off henry winkler and sylvester stallone from the stoop uh see they were the two leads in the movie and they were the ones who were told to go get the keys uh so yeah we like to tell the story about how grandpa threw rocky and the fawns off of the steps of his house uh so that's my story for this week, guys. Thank you for listening to me this week. I look forward to being with you again next week. Henry Winkler does not have an Italian accent. He's just Only like, that one thing. Talk like me. Uh, he's, he's a very Only excited. Thing, yeah. I am so sorry. I would never have asked for your talk. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I should. Did I, did I say that on the show? I don't know how. I usually get really drunk around this point. My, my uh, uncle Lenny, he... I, lo- I loved I loved him so much as a little kid. You, you have someone you love so much as a little kid, but it's sort of dead before you're ten. Do you mm-hmm. do you had anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And he's like, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, he's like my my grandfather's younger brother or something like that. And I'm sure his name is like Leonardo, but he uh, was an architect, so he built he built the house in in Caddyshack. So if you look at the cover of Caddyshack, he built that house. Oh shit. And and That's and awesome. he loved me. He always Christopher, I loved you so much. Come, I want you to meet somebody. And I go in a room and it's this little uh fucking dachshund like what? Who is it? He's like, "This is Christopher. I named him after you because I liked you so much." <laughs> and and, and like awesome. I that guy I haven't I haven't even I can't I haven't been able to speak to in 30 years and I had never I remember never being so happy in my life that someone named a dog after me because I was so awesome. <laughs> that would be the biggest honor I can think of. Like for someone to I'm name saying, their I'm dog saying that after if you, you want to like if you have friends with kids who have had the worst fucking year of all time just get a dog and name them after uh, a cat and like yeah I thought you were so cool I named <laughs> The dog, uh, Matt Allen. And, <laughs> well, to be fair, a lot of kid names nowadays sound like dog names. So you're totally. Come here, good. Tucker! Come here, Tucker! You drop that yeah, white Tucker, supremacist Hunter, talking point! Hunter. Drop it right now! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that joke worked. That was good. <laughs> we have another from, uh, Eric Bailey, friend of the show, former guest. Question of the week is Do you have a random tie to fame? And my response is, no. <laughs> I don't. 
Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Brief into that's, the point. That's literally the best response. Wow, there was no more to that. Nope, <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. Nope. What a good, what a good response. Joke yeah. answers are welcome. <laughs> and finally, Joe Italian last name. What's going on, VGA? Joe Tanelli here with a quick answer to the question of the week: of Do you have anybody in family, or have you ever encountered? Uh, famous. I actually have two, well, technically three. I have two actual links to fame, uh, both via my grandmothers. My dad's mom, uh, via marriage, I am uh, indirectly related to President Grant. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then on my mother's side, my Japanese grandmother, our family was actually a part and served with the Meiji Emperor uh, during the late 1800s into the transition of the 1900 uh, to the 1900s, and we actually have a letter of recognition directly from the Emperor of Japan. Ooh. That's pretty cool. Um, and then finally, I actually, on a way to go see my dad down in Florida, got to meet Bill Murray. Uh, he was in an airport, and we were waiting on a connecting flight from Nashville to uh, Georgia. And me and my little sister met him. My little sister, of course, said something really, really weird, to which I had to immediately apologize to Bill Murray for. I won't say it. It was just one of those things. My sister's super blunt. It's You just learn to roll with it. But those are my brief... Uh, Encounters of fame or how I'm directly related to somebody famous. Take it easy, guys, and see you next time. Did, did any of you see that Bill Murray Stories documentary that was going around? Um, it's, uh, no. Yeah, I, think, and I don't know if I actually saw it. I remember it. It's, it's, I'm just saying it to be used as advice if any of you become famous. Bill Murray would rather, instead of appear on a talk show, he would rather show up to like your beer pong party. Mm-hmm. Or like, or, or like your Kentucky Derby theme party, and stay the entire time. There are reports that he would he would clean the dishes out of the sink wow. during random like yeah. house parties. It, it you know how like Donald Trump has been crashing weddings at Mar-a-Lago just to bitch about but the you election. You have to come to him. <laughs> Bill Mar- Bill Murray is yeah. the opposite. He he is actually a cool crasher of parties. And yeah, weddings. it, it like, happens all over the country. <laughs> you don't have to go to one spot. <laughs> he might just show up someday. I think I have seen that documentary actually. Yeah. It's it's Pretty it's good. fun and he always says like this is whatever we do right now is going to be better than an autograph. So let's in a selfie. Let's let's fucking get yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, new question of the week. Uh what other classic children's character with Lies of P being announced and clearly capturing Matt's imagination? Lies of P. What other classic Children's yeah. character. Friends of P. That's a Friends of P reference. I, I gave I you a Friends it. of P reference. You're welcome. <laughs> lies of P. Does your lies but, with that's me? So I saw them live. They were. That's the only song. <laughs> TL is like, I'm younger and black. I don't understand this. <laughs> this Weezer yeah. spinoff music. What other classic children's character deserves a Souls-like or dark version? Um, I was going to say Strawberry Shortcake, but that is a Penny Arcade strip mocking American McGee. So somebody else go. Isn't like a Robot Chicken thing too? Like Bitch McStuffins or something? Like what's yeah, they, yeah, Robot Chicken did yeah, a, a thing with I'm, Strawberry Shortcake. Blanking on her name. 
it, I know it's Lauren Lapkus, but it's they have an Archie special coming out, and I, I can't wait. I love that they're like, yeah, this is way better than doing a Star Wars special. Make fun of Archie for. I would love minutes. like a actual Sorry. like super serious like Care Bears. Ooh, like. Like, you know, just like, not like, Naughty Bear was like, like, oh, you're taking the piss. Like, no, no, no. I don't want it like funny or like this funny horror game. I want like a full on, those Care Bear like stairs, like are actually right. powers. Like the Care Bear cousins are like grotesque and like oh. mutated. <laughs> you never like, should I have mated. <laughs> like, I'm exactly like, I just want is like, I'm Braveheart. And it's just like a deformed, like, lion yes. head. Like, I want or like that. some, some deep want. existential conversation. Like, stop calling me grumpy. I'm a realist. And I'm going to kill this man <laughs> like, once and for all. I like, don't like some care. Gamma del Toro I shit. Like, like, those kind of. Yeah, I want it. I just want it, like, as grotesque. And horrible as you can make Care Bears, like that's just awful. Fuck it up. I that, want that. Awful. But but don't touch uh, with Tenderheart, Braveheart, Care Bear cousins. Roar! No, that's the, I want the Care Bear cousins to be like deformed. I want the Care Bear cousins. Oh, to the, be, like, I thought you meant the the, uh, the like the blue and yeah the no, no. He, he means the the animal looking Care Bears, little kids. The only thing I the the thing the thing that would be great about it is you do the trailer and you do like the somber like the somber music thing that they do for all the trailers mm-hmm. now, but it's the theme song to Care oh, Bears. Boom! Right. Boom! Boom! <laughs> you just hear who's that coming? <laughs> <laughs> for somewhere deep in I'm the sold. sky. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see uh, a gritty reboot of Heathcliff where he is an actual cat and the Cadillac cats who are also actual cats uh, track him down and maul him and leave him for dead. And he has to go and hunt them individually in a Kill Bill style scenario. Holy shit. In a, in a oh, Resident Evil village kind of situation. <laughs> you know who you who knows him about the, the, car, the garbage ape? Yes. The garbage, garbage ape, ape. The garbage ape becomes his mentor as the garbage ape <laughs> oh. carves... Sits, sits like that guy in Sekiro and carves garbage cans out of wood. And garbage ape is the best character of the last decade, and it no is. one even knows it. God, I love the garbage so ape. Garbage ape teaches him the way of the blade. So I'm about to piss off so many of you because I'm going to ruin your childhood. I want the Iron Giant, mm-hmm. but I want it to be a full-on kaiju fucking movie. I want him losing arms to these kaiju creatures. I want him... Just fighting to the death, barely making it out alive, but saving humanity because he is the Iron Giant. Because <laughs> he's Superman. Life. It's about much like Aerith. He uh, lived and died in one movie and has somehow been in like 800 different things, mm-hmm. uh, including the new Space Jam. None of which recapture that original magic. That's true. No, it's one that's of the true. best movies ever made. Mm-hmm. Really uh, I, I like. I, I'm sure mo- some most of our listeners are familiar with The Boys, a, a mm-hmm. very good show yes, on Amazon. Yes. I, I like it quite a bit. Uh, if you've ever read Irredeemable, uh, the have you read Irredeemable? Yes. Never heard. Of it. It's Waiting like just what if Superman? Character. Yeah, what if Superman realized like, man, fuck you guys! They can hear everything you're saying about me. Oh, that's like the Authority. Uh, the Authority was a series similar. Or similar Injustice. Vein. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, but but so take that with Peter Pan. He's huh. <laughs> he's he's fifty years old. He has like uh, Michael, Wendy, and like. Peter, like, like, calm down, man. Jesus Christ. We're 50. We're too fucking old for this. You're too fucking old for this. Look at what I can do now. <laughs> Irradiated London. 
Uh, oh, okay. Right. I, I thought you were going to go like, uh, remember Interview with the Vampire, the child vampire. Like it just got dark because she was so bitter she never got to grow up and she just became the worst vampire ever, like murdered everybody. Like we, well, we have we have we have twisted versions of all these fairy tales, but not so much for Peter Pan. So I, I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to blow your mind. Uh, have you ever heard of the ABC hit? Uh, I guess it's a television soap drama, like the uh, uh, a, an evening drama, a evening soap. Uh, Once upon a time. Yeah. I yes. Oh yes. God. God damn it! Am I even schooled by the Once Upon a Time? The thing so, I walked briskly past through Comic Con every time I, I saw a kiosk. One of the big bads is the father of. Rup- <laughs> It's the most I've ever seen TLM. <laughs> the father of Rumpelstiltskin, who is canonically Peter Pan. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Peter Pan. Now, Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. So in this show, so not only is Peter Pan Rumpelstiltskin's father, uh, Captain Hook, the crocodile, is Rumpelstiltskin in his god form. <laughs> what? Cut off Captain Hook's hand for stealing his wife. Uh, after he became the Dark One. If you were to ask me, hey Matt, I want you to think of the two characters in pop culture that could not not be related. Like the two completely diametrically opposed characters, I would say Rumpelstiltskin and Peter Pan. Like they have nothing to do with each other. Like, he's literally, he's literally, he's literally Rumpelstiltskin's father. I, if you, if you want to scare the shit, that's why I didn't watch that. If show. you want to scare the shit out of your kids, like mine did uh, for me. You need to show them Fairy Tale Theater, Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater version of Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, yeah. It's like a, if a David Lynch movie could be an impossibly low resolution, but it's Hervé Villachez. Uh, you will give me your firstborn daughter, and I will, unless you can guess my name, I will shoot myself in the stomach within three months of this production. It's it's so fucking weird. It's so creepy. Yeah. This, this exercise, by the way, was actually kind of hard for me because we grew up with so much fucked up dark shit yeah. that was right. meant for kids. That I'm like, well, I'll just watch this show them Time Bandits. That'll fuck a kid up yeah, for life. Pinocchio is fucked, and you, you know it's fucked. Just like yeah. every time, like Disney builds a new attraction based on its old one, modern people are upset for a good reason. It's stupid. <laughs> it's like why should you know? Why did we? Why were we okay with? Yeah. This? Why did it? Why uh, did a prince run around kissing corpses until they came became awake? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was a very weird guy. Why did, why did we murder uh, our second hero at the end of the movie by making by drowning him face down? The the talk about Peter Pan is reminding me that like I there's a cartoonist slash illustrator that I follow uh, Bill Mudrin Mudrin I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name he's done some like did some stuff for EGM in the past mm-hmm. and I remember like back in the early 2000s he had like his website had like a bunch of uh, web comic things that he'd started and one of them was like this really ambitious project for like a grittier Peter Pan that was like he had charted it out for like over the next ten years it's going to be this and this and this. <laughs> and uh but like he had illustrations of like flying pirates in World War One helmets like Ooh. blasting each other's guts out with Ooh. machine guns in, in midair. And and like it starts out with like a bunch of like Victorian era gutter punks, like just uh 
pickpockets, like a, a little gang on the street, and he like started the story and never finished it, as far as I know. Oh, I fucking yeah. love so, it. Yeah, but like, I, I really would love to know where he was going to go with it. I mean, if you want to see a dark interpretation of one of those characters, like I still think that Hook in the movie Hook is a dark take on Captain Hook. He's like this mm. dude who's trapped with a bunch of kids yeah. in yeah. Never Never Land, yes. and he I wants can... to murder them all. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to grab this man's son and turn him against him slowly. Yes. <laughs> and... You don't think? What you don't think that having Rumpelstiltskin, who is also Peter Pan's son. Who is also canonically the beast? Who is also canonically the the crocodile? Whoa! Uh, <laughs> you could just be making all this up, and I wouldn't know the difference. I'd Goddamn like, Fine. clock swallower! Goddamn it! One more time is a really fucking stupid. This does joke. remind me that some of this already exists in the Wolf Among Us, and if you never played the Wolf Among Us, you should go play. The absolutely, wolf Among Us. absolutely, great game. Mm. Big B, mm. best wolf, and read the fables comics. Are we still getting yes. that sequel? Where's it? Where's it at? Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be coming. Comedy's doing great, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what other classic children's character deserves a Souls-like or dark version? Let us know. Go to VigigameApocalypse.com. Answer to the comments for episode 420, man. Uh, also, you can visit the official Laser Time community on Facebook and answer there. Or just ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will collect the best answers and read them on next week's show. Anyway, that has been our show. Let's call it some plugs. TL, again, Yo. where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash turbobison. I got my name back, baby. Mm, turbobison. Uh, uh, Twitch.tv slash turbobison. Uh, stream video games. Uh, go to listen to my podcast, P&B. It's my video game podcast. Uh, that's very little about video games. Uh, and then... Uh, Life in a Full House, my Fresh Prince podcast, where I had to redo stuff because I lost episodes because I'm not great at storing things. So, uh, but yeah, really love that show. Tonya, uh, genius. And, uh, she's doing a lot of really cool stuff that we can't, like, literally, she's telling me, like, these cool things that she's doing. I'm just like, we should talk about this. We can't. Fuck. But she did do, like, a, she did a TV show. She's like a kid show. It's on YouTube, but that's really it. Um, talk be to nice her. to people, Damn. be kind. There it is, that's my plug. Yay. Uh, listen to Laser Time. This week we're talking about comedic duos, Then, but then the Video Game Apocalypse will join me next week for, uh, uh, we're gonna make, you've heard us talk about video games, we're gonna make, we're gonna make a lot of fun of television for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was one of the more interesting things we've done in a while. <laughs> Just really ripping a med- uh, uh, an old medium, a new asshole. No, but it, but the topic is cool. It's not we didn't mean to rip them. It's just all about channel drift, right? It's, it's yeah, about but channels. it's just like an examine of tel- examination of television right now is very bad. And like, yeah, how do you yes. keep up with innovative things that are happening in in actual programming? And they're not. It's all going to get worse for them. It feels a lot like the music industry in the '90s and 2000s. Like they are floundering and trying, and it's just like, Ooh, yeah. You're since not since we it. recorded, like multiple TV channels, I think in uh, Europe have shut down, which is not something that's happened with cable. Television channels never go anywhere, but we're used to websites living for ten years and burning out. But now that's happening to TV channels. It's weird. Mm. Yep. It could happen. It could happen to it's you. Could happen to you. Um, and then thirty twenty ten is one of the most interesting. I think we've had in a while. Drop dead Fred, Thelma and Louise, Memento, uh, Backdraft, uh, 
Hangover 2, Kung Fu Panda. It's a huge extravaganza of uh, movie content. And one of the most argumentative episodes we've had in a while. So go listen mm-hmm. to it. Pick a side. We're all still angry at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to plug other than Maddie Sion on Twitter. And then you might as well go, if you haven't already, go to iTunes or iPod. Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it now, and write a review of the show. <laughs> Give us five stars. That does help find new listeners, so please do that. We also have a – we recorded a Resident Evil Village spoiler cast with friend of the yeah. show, Greg Moore. And the only way to get that spoiler cast is at patreon.com slash laser time at the $5 level. Uh, we will try to get that up this weekend or shortly after. Also, I would like to draw attention – people's attention to something I did at news.ubisoft.com, which will be up by the time you hear this. I interviewed three of the developers who helped create the Orlog minigame for Assassin's Creed Valhalla and asked them, like, so what, how did, how did this turn out? Like, how did, how did it start? You know, you created a whole new game that has legs and is popular with fans. And it turns out, uh, yeah, it was originally going to be completely different. It was going to be a deck building game with different kinds of dice that you collected. And you can find out why it's not that by going and reading my Orlog Oral History on news.ubisoft.com. You can also visit the show online at vigigameapocalypse.com. Follow the show on Twitter at VGApocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Transylvania in the Vampire Hall of Fame, yeah.